When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst. The trailer booking and Billy Bones. Paolo Giggio. West Ham United. More than just a Good afternoon, good evening, or good morning. This is more than just a podcast. Brady out. <laughs> Strike first. Strike hard. No mercy, Sensei. We'll try again. Oh, no, we're going to do it again. Good afternoon, or good morning, or good evening. This is more than just a podcast. Take two. Brady out. <laughs> Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst. The trailer booking and Billy Bones. Paolo Giggio. West Ham United. More than just a Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. Brady out. Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst. The trailer booking and Billy Bones. Paolo Dicario. West Ham United. More than just a podcast. More than just a Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is more than just a podcast. Brady out. Strike first. Strike hard. No mercy, sensei. <sighs> Off you go, Sean. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst. The trailer booking and Billy Bones. 
Good afternoon or good evening. This is more than just a podcast. Freddy out. <laughs> Up your hands. Podcast, come on. Fucking podcast. Come on, It is season. See, I, I, we could get there. We could have got here a lot earlier. We could have had a three-hour podcast just of doing that over and over again. Uh, so, Yes. <laughs> This could be a long one. That's stubborn, um, isn't it? It will be. It, it will be, yeah. Anyway, I, I'm back from my, my trip to the Isle of Wight. Uh, normal services resumes where uh, Len and Nigel take the piss out of me all summer. Um, hopefully, we've only got how many days? Uh, 13 days to the start of the season, to the, the next Premier League season when it starts on Saturday the 12th. This evening, you've already heard this morning, this afternoon. Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon, Len. Where are you? What are you doing? I'm in the um, lounge doing a podcast with you, Sean. Um, Nigel, glad you could make it tonight. Um, Where are you and what are you doing? I'm in my shed. Shed man. Shed man. Shed man. Shed man. How do you get that um, sound effect to do the... Uh, it's his the, rattle, uh, isn't it? That's, the that's, rattle. That's, it's a real oh, rattle. It's, it's a real rattle. Authentic, that is. That is. Like like when I was watching, you sent a link last week uh, about the people who made Ivor the engine. Great, and it? Yeah, desire. Did, I and the did, clang Thanks for yeah. sending that to me. And, Thank you. Like and <laughs> they did a sound effect for Ivor the engine of of coal dropping into a chute and, and BBC said, how did you get that sound effect then? And he said, i got some coal. You dropped it in, put a, it chute. in a chute. Yeah. Went, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, it's it's not a short animation podcast, although I'm sure we will discuss it. It is a football podcast. Short animation. Um, He's not drawing you again, is he? Oh. <laughs> We're starting bleak, Nigel. I'm off already. We're warming him up. We thought... Len and I thought we got away with having uh, a podcast without you because you've been quiet all day uh, on a bank holiday, and we sort of caught you out by running one on a bank holiday. But um, snakey snake, like a bad penny, you always turn up. I, I don't know where that saying comes from, by the way. No, me neither. Um, I could look it on up. A postcard. Anyway, uh, before we talk about transfers and Clarence Hugh news and, and talking points, etc. Um, have you two boys uh, been watching the the friendlies? I tried. Uh, it didn't grab my attention, to be honest. Um, I was part of the watch along with Irons United. Oh, really? <laughs> They're still going with that, are they? Well, to be fair, it was it was good because really, hold up, hold up, hold up, not when I'm on. Hold up, this game. Because it was on YouTube, and they're on YouTube, they could put the game on their feed. Oh. So they had a big square of the game, 
and then we were to the left of it. Ah. Oh. So. Did it make it more interesting, though? We, we had people I, watching. I, I I why it's it not really Irish United. I'd say it was even more interesting because we got joined by someone in the ground. Oh, really? Yeah, see? Russy? Yeah, Russy. He, he, yeah. Yeah. he came on because I'd noticed that they put the bubble machines on when Brentford scored. And I thought Russ had pressed the wrong button. And uh, <laughs> he came on to defend himself. Uh, and 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 stayed and was part of the thing, which was quite funny because obviously he was live watching the game and he was about a minute in front of us. Oh yeah, so, so could have ruined it. Oh well, a minute latency before, for you. A though. minute before the end, we're all getting a bit tense. Are they going to get a last minute equaliser? And all of a sudden, we can hear bubbles playing in the background because ah. obviously Russ had to press the button. So let's so, let's rewind a little bit before that. Obviously, we had games against. Uh, Wickham, Wanderers, and Ipswich. Did you watch any of those two games? I was working. I watched the highlights after. Do you know what? I can't really keep up when the fixtures are. And I, 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 well, one you had to pay ten pound for one to watch Ipswich. The other one was free on uh, YouTube, wasn't it? Oh, was it? I, I, mate, I did. Did I you see right. anything? I must admit, I, I was, I was. Bombing around the Isle of Wight, so I was trying to watch on my phone, but it I didn't think really it was work. called eating, Sean. I'm not sure about bombing. <laughs> More of that later. Yeah. Um, so, so, Len, it sounds like it's down to you. Did what? What did you see of the the Wickham game? Was there anything worth mentioning? Was didn't see did anyone look sharp? I'm sorry, <laughs> I didn't sorry? see anything of the Wickham. I saw. So, I thought you I saw, saw the highlights. Other. No, I didn't know the Wickham game was going on. I thought we were playing Ipswich. We did. We, did. We, we played uh, Wickham and Ipswich at the same time. Oh, well, okay. Um, um, I think we scored nine goals. Was that right? I'm, yeah, I'm five, one and four, yes. one. Yes, the Ipswich five, game. Five, one then. and four, one. So we beat Ipswich four, one, or five, one, and we beat Wickham four, one. There was one there disaster. Was I don't know. Yeah, I think it was Ipswich. Yeah, it, it was it. I, I actually tweeted, "I've done that," and it was. I, mean, I think people mistook the thinking that I was the person that back passed the ball when actually I was the goalkeeper that let the back pass under his foot into the goal. Um, that, that, <laughs> yeah, I did see that. It looked that, awful. That is a lonely, lonely thing to be a keeper because yeah. there, there's no getting out of it, you know, you, you, what you do then is you blame the defender for passing the ball back to you at the goal because they should be told, pass the ball away from the goal just in case the keeper's a twat and not yeah. watching uh, and puts his foot over it, um, which which is what I did. In the same game, I saved two penalties, though. Mad game of football right. that was. But, uh, yes. So, so back, to, back to West Ham. So, in in the Wickham game, you had Martin in goal. Anang came on in 71 minutes. Johnson, Baptiste, uh, Ogbonna, uh, Incarola. I've never heard of him. He, he must have been a centre-back from the uh, Masuaku, Cullen, Noble, Captain. Uh, Longello, again, must be a... Um, Academy guy, Bowen, Lanzini, Fornells, Antonio, and Silva came one on on seventy one minutes. Uh, goals from West Ham were scored by Arthur Masuaku on uh, five minutes. Glad to see he's still around. 
Darius Charles, which was an own goal on 28 minutes. Darius Charles? Yeah. All right, I remember him. He used to play for Ebbsfleet. I used to go right. with him. Hmm. Um, Manuel, Manuel Lanzini on 36 minutes. And Boeing got a brace on 46 and 59. Uh, so that, that gave us a 5-1 win. We're not used to winning. I know. Uh, what are um, Wickham Wanderers? Are they League One? They've just been promoted into the championship. Oh, they're championships. They were the they? dirty yeah. team, actually. Uh, they were, were they? outside of the playoffs when the league finished. They voted to end the season there and them and move it to points per game. Thus, I believe, oh. kicking out Sunderland, moving Wickham into the playoffs. And uh, they won the playoffs by beating Oxford. Oh. Didn't know that. So yes, not not uh, it, yes. It left, Dirty. Yeah, left the to 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 vote for a system that you know you're going to benefit by. I, I think is is morally uh, wrong. So hopefully yeah. they'll get relegated. To be All fair. right. So that that team was um, coached that day by Alan Irvine and Stuart Pierce. It sounds like no one on the here has watched this game. <laughs> Len didn't even know it existed. Uh, no. I was in the Isle of Wight and um, and uh, Is anyone really working. bothered to be fair? Not really. Well, I no. suppose we just want to know. The only thing I heard uh, and I picked up afterwards is apparently Lanzini, I mean, he scored a goal, was looking very sharp and has got a little a new attitude. And it Who was this against? Uh, Wickham Wanderers. Yeah, there you go. They're in the championship, Len. Good for them. Uh, right, moving on to the Ipswich game. Uh, this was the one. What's the lineup? So you had, uh, oh, you had Randolph in goal because um, at the time uh, Fabianski had a little knock. He was he's okay for Brentford, but he, he had a little knock at the time. Oh, so the Randolph, knock, a little knock. Oh, right. not the kind of knock you mean. No, uh, no, no, no. Randolph was yeah, in goal. Not. Coventry, Bawana, Belbrainer. Elise uh, Cardosio uh, came on in 55 minutes. Cresswell was captain. Suchek, or Sochek, uh, Lewis came on on 74. Wilshire played. Bloody hell. Yamalenko played. Anderson played. Obibeko, never heard of him, on 80 minutes. Diagana came on, uh, played up until 74 minutes, which was replaced by Kemp. And Sebastian... Hilaire played. And guess who was a sub not used? Hilariously. Anderson. Roberto. <laughs> he actually travelled and he sat on the bench before he went off. I oh. we got rid of him. Didn't we get rid of him? We, we did, but not at that game when we oh, played. Right. Oh. We did a few days later. So oh, the goal... Please, I bet he's glad he saw Wickham before he went. Well, no, that was Ipswich. Keep up. Oh, even We've better. The a well, you can't beat it. To be fair, right. Ipswich is a better town than Wickham, having been the yeah, whole right. Who scored Ipswich goal? Come on. Freddie Sears. Freddie Sears. That's right. Remember things like that. Yeah. Uh, who scored the most goals for West Ham? I'll say Allaire. He got a trick, didn't he? He did. He got a trick. Sebastian Allaire. Could have got, got more, really. And Suchet. sharp as a basketball. Uh scored on 63 minutes to to win 4-1. You said you watched one of them. (laughs) As you say, does anyone care about this? I don't know. 
Did, did, is there anything you, you got out of watching the um, Ipswich no. game highlights? No, I mit- there must have been about eight substitutions that I missed. I saw um, um, uh, Wilshire come. I think he may have come on, but it just didn't grab my attention. I think it might, might have been because of the lack of crowd noise, actually. I just All drifted right. out. I, I, listen, I've got a bit of attention def- deficit disorder. I'm All right. beat it out of the bush. Well, let's bring us up to date. Last weekend, Saturday, we played the Bees Brentford at the London Stadium with no people there. Um, as as we did a watch along, Fabianski in goal, Fredericks played later, replaced by Johnson on fifty eight minutes. Bolbrainer played, Ogbonna played, Cresswell, Masuaku came on forty six, Noble came on. Uh, Cullen played on 46, Wilshire played, Suchek, Sochek, came on on 46, Digana, uh, or he seems to be wanting to be known as Digan now. Diang, you idiot. Diang, Diang. He doesn't want the whole Digana. Uh, Boeing came on on 46, oh, so Fornell's played. Oh, so that wasn't played. a typo then? That's what he wants to be known as? That's what he wants to be known as, yeah. Diang, like a character. Diang, right, fair yeah. enough. Uh, Lanzini came on 46, Jean Malenko played. That sounds like something vibrating in a cartoon, doesn't it? Ding! Ding. Oh, like like a, a, a Batman thumping yeah. the face. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Philippe Anderson came on on 46, Allaire played, Antonio came on on 46, and Coventry came on 74. Subs not used, uh, Randolph and Baptiste. Uh, goals from, guys? What, on, game, you we, what game are we talking about? Brentford. Oh, the second oh, one was Suchek, and the first one was... Uh, Yarmolenko. Yes. It was on five minutes. I know it was. I watched the game. With his other foot. So, what, all right, so you two watched this game. I didn't yeah. watch any of them, by the way. Um, did you get anything out of that? Did you, did you think, oh, well, look, I, I had can fun. see what... It was a good laugh on... on, on, <laughs> on, 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 on... I mean, I was watching the game. And, oh, sorry. You know, did... Right, so so my question is, did did Anderson look like he was up for it? Did did um, Lanzini look like he's up for it? Did did Allaire look on fire? You know, I, I know we could see who got the goals, but did anyone try harder? Did anyone look like that they were... They looked like a pre-season friendly to me. I did see a lot of reaction that... That certain players didn't play so bad, and people had good games and that. But so what? It's preseason friendly. You're just finding your feet, ain't you? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, you could say Brentford looks on a decent team, and yeah. they probably. I, I did wonder whether if if they start to lose their best players, whether last season was their best shot of getting in the Premier League for a while. It looks like they could put up a good fight, so they could be worth a bet. If if you're going to pick out who will get in, uh, who will do well, or get promoted, uh, Brentford have got to be a fancy there for a top two. If they keep their best players, um, got new ground this season. Yeah, I don't know if that works in their favour. I was about to say, you know, Rico, the, the ones we've been linked with, Rico Henry. Well, did he look a decent? There's two ways of looking at it. Rico Henry looked really good going forward. Yeah, we got two goals. Yeah, everybody slagged off Creswell. They only got one, and. Funny enough, the goal come down the right, Frederick's side, not Creswell's side. Mm. Now, you know, Creswell has now replaced Masuaku, perhaps that's because he's playing, as as the figure of hatred for the West Ham fans. Yeah. Um, rightly or wrongly, that's up for each people to, to decide. But 
Uh, I'd, it was, it was, you know, they won the game. It was a friendly. All, always better to win a friendly than lose them. But actually, the result we're unbeaten them, in friendly, so yeah, we're unbeaten. Yeah, and we were unbeaten under Avram Grant, and we all know what happened there. And under John Lowe in '85, I think we lost every preseason friendly and nearly won the league. So there's always stats that people can magic up to to point out why they are meaningless and a waste of time. It's all about getting a team to play well together and uh, build confidence for the start of the season. So confidence, check. Does the team link well together? Well, we've got goals in every game, though the, the old problem is still there, conceding every game. So we've conceded three goals in three games, not too bad, all against lesser opposition. Brentford themselves could have had three or four, to be fair. And it does make you wonder what will happen when you get up against better teams in the Premier League, as you will. Well, we're we're on the things, you know, later about teams and players and how we think we should go. And the shit fest on Twitter over the weekend. We're, um, we're unbeaten in eight weeks, by the way. 50, 54 days. Oh, we're right. unbeaten. So you, you're actually, so you're doing your typical crap. Doing that we, thing the last time done. we were beaten yeah. on is Wednesday, 8th of July, Burnley. Yes. Yeah. So you, you're obviously including the weeks we haven't played. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't you? Because there's no season, mate. It don't work that way. Eight weeks unbeaten. Yeah. Well done. Well done. <laughs> I haven't played for five. <laughs> anyway, um, obviously Antonio came off uh, with a little bit of an injury. I've, I've been told um, nothing serious. Um, he will be back. Uh, I, we, we'll be back for the Newcastle game. Uh, I think he should be all right for the Bournemouth game as well. Reading have snubbed us. Have you heard this? Reading have snubbed us. Well, snubbed I don't us. know why they've cancelled. I didn't know why. I did ask someone on Saturday why they cancelled. Probably going to have the receivers in. So, well, by the sounds of it, yeah, not looking good down there. Bournemouth, we're playing in the Betway Cup. I mean, well, that's a loss, isn't it? <laughs> why? Well, we always lose the Betway Cup. Well, I think we won it once, didn't we? The cup we've invented to try and give ourselves a trophy to start the season. And winning it once is a bit poor, isn't it? Come yeah, on. it's once, yeah. And on penalties yeah. uh, at that. I remember so. that now. Anyway, uh, well, that's <laughs> that's a pre, pre-season segment over. Um, it don't mean anything, does it, Nigel? Not to me. No. Nah. I mean, to be fair... I watched. The, I, I I had the whole game on, and I think I spent more time talking than I did watching because it was more fun, you know. Yeah. But that's what I do at pre-season friendlies. Generally, that's what you at do. pre-season friendlies, yeah, that's what I go I do. over there. You sit and talk to me, mates. Have a laugh and a joke. Catch up, the grand. Catch up. First game back. Get ready for the start of the season. Yeah, get it all out of the way, didn't you? Yeah, ain't, yeah. Who cares? So, who was missing? Well, the fans. Well, uh, there was 60,000 at the Brentford game. I'm sure I saw the official figures. Oh, yeah, we've done oh, that joke. Go. It don't work now. Go on. All right. Um, who was missing, player-wise? Declan Rice. Yep. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, COVID, was he missing? Oh, uh, no. Who else? 
Um, was it Alia? Diop. Diop was missing, you're right. Diop, Diop was missing, yeah. yeah. Who else? Oh, there's another one. So is that one you hadn't thought of and thought, oh, was expected to sustain? Well, no, no, no. He's been no, out for a while. He's already injured. Oh, he, oh right. Um, I don't your favourite. One of your favourites. One of my favourites. Oh, Mark Noble was missing, wasn't he? No. Was he not? No. Oh, one of my favourites. What? Alvin? What? Scottish. Oh, Snodgrass. Ray Stewart. Yeah. Ray Stewart. Yeah, Snodgrass, the only non-Englishman to win an FA Cup winners' medal with West Ham. Yeah, so we, know, we we're missing. That. We're missing oh, Rice. Oh, sorry, you carry on. No, no we will. We'll, yeah, go on. We were missing Rice, Diop, and Snodgrass. Rice has has had a little knock and had an ankle injury. As I'm sure you've seen the pictures, he's uh, published a picture in the gym. Uh, today it's been announced he's been chosen for England. When did he publish the gym picture then? Yeah. The, the gym picture was yeah. on um, the Sunday, I think. What, yesterday? Uh, was it was it yesterday or Saturday? Oh, yeah. right. And the previous picture for him at training was two weeks before that. Uh, I think you might be right. Yeah. He had a foot injury, as you know. Oh, right. What, no pictures for two weeks? No. Strange. No. I wonder what he could have been doing in those two weeks. Well, he was he was working on his, his foot injury. Oh, Nigel. was he? Oh, right. Move along. Nothing to see here. Nothing to do um, with anyway, he's, been, he's, been, shh, he's been chosen for England. I don't think the club are too happy about it, but there's nothing they can do about it. They're no, because he's come out of, uh, of... Oh, sorry. Yeah, he's come out of his two-week foot injury. Foot and, injury. And, yeah, foot injuries. Two weeks and, foot injury. And he's been chosen for England. Um, there's still doubt, by the way, whether he, he's fit enough to play for England. Uh, and there is still a little bit of doubt um, that he will even be ready for the Newcastle well, game. But we'll see. Them two-week foot injuries can take a lot out of you. They can. They, they can, can last a bit longer, apparently. Yeah. So, anyway, he's travelling with the England team. Uh his absence has got nothing to do whatsoever with him going to Chelsea. My senior source says there has been no bids. There has been no inquiries. Oh, there's been no something contact. to do with Chelsea, didn't it? Wasn't the footy? Uh, there's been no, no. Move on. Move on. Drop it. No, 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 no. I want to Drop no. it. Drop it. <laughs> um, there's been no bids. There's been the no inquiries. Always, That's exactly where I come from. Uh, there's been no agent talk. This is all being run by Chelsea. I'm sure they're interested in him. I'm sure he'd want to go back to his boyhood team. Yes, he's got. Uh, he's building a house in Bansted. Yes, he lives already in Surrey. Uh, can I just give you a tip there? Go on. Don't ever say that on Twitter. What's that? Going, he'd look forward to going back to his boyhood team. Why is that? Yeah, don't say that. Because he upsets people. Because people will then go... Oh, the owners have told you to say that. You're priming it. I'm just priming it. No, but you know what they're like, innit? You're priming it. You're getting it rolled up to show he's not not a fan. I have been told. Look, I've got loads of Chelsea people are telling me. I've heard. Like my brother, right, is a season ticket or was a season ticket holder at Chelsea, and he's he's it's something on some Chelsea site. He he went to me the other day. He went spoke to uh, the physio. At Chelsea, Declan Rice is definitely coming. I'll go. You know what does a physio know? It's like West Ham, as I'm sure you know, Nigel and and Lynn. 
people at the ground just because they work at the club don't know squat about you know it's not like when you're doing a transfer deal you tell the physio and you tell um the kit man and you tell aren't they tell the know, kit man they don't tell the kit man no. <laughs> anyway I've been told there is a less than a 10%. This is the information today. A less than a 10% chance of Rice leaving this summer. Which Look, means we're not going to keep on open printing. to selling if there's less than a 10% chance. Well, everybody's got a price, Len. So they're open to selling. Well, no. If, if they come in with an 80 million. They're open to selling. If they come in with an 80 million. There's a chance, which means they're open to yeah. offers. What they're trying to say is. You, they don't expect them to meet the valuation. Yes, this is a that, that would be uh, that would be a correct that would be a correct uh, assumption. Everyone has their price. Okay, Ronaldo left Man United, right? Gareth Bale left Spurs. He did. Right? One Everyone's day, Declan will leave us. We know. Yeah, we all will. know that. We all yeah. know. No, but what you, anyway. you can't go round and say, though, and this is the thing, you can't turn around and say he's not for sale. He's not for sale. But no, he is you for can't sale. say that. He is for sale at the right price. Yeah. Yeah, but that, that, that just gets the fan base rolled up if you say that. Well, it does. But that's what you enjoy. <laughs> anyway, let's move on from right, because we're on dodgy territory. Diop. Injured. Is he? He is. Oh, right. How do you manage that? Oh, not uh, really. In training. Oh, in training. And Diop is going to struggle. No, look, this is this is the exclusive for the podcast, right? right. Well, there's always one. Come on, won't upset people like last week. But go on. It, it is very unlikely to make it for the beginning of the season. Why? Well, because he's he's not going to recover in time. Yeah. What is the injury? I don't know what the injury is. I didn't ask. Some I will ask. You are. I will ask, but I don't know. But he's he's unlikely to make the Newcastle game, is what I've been told today. 50 right. 50. Giving a lot of percentages, um, aren't they? It's funny, <laughs> suddenly they're good at maths. Yeah, exactly. They're not great when they're selling players. Well, I don't say who my sources are, obviously, Len. No. And finally, Snodgrass still got a back problem. Uh, we heard he could be ready by the end, but he's, he's I don't know. He's looking a bit dodgy for old Snoddy, I'm what afraid. Well, he, he hasn't, they haven't got to grips with his back problem. Oh, he's got like Snoddy. a slip I know disc how he so. feels. Have you got a back problem? Oh, terrible. I'm sitting here wondering if I should take some opiates, but I don't think I'll get to the end of the podcast because it's going all to be right. a long one. I'm all right. Listen, don't worry about me. Um, Len? Yes, mate? What car is your car? My car? What? What car what, is your yeah, car? What is this all about? What color <laughs> I don't is my know. car? I just thought I joined in on it. What I car don't is your know. Car? We never got to the bottom of it, do we? No, I... we didn't. You weren't watching Saturday, was you? I'm watching what? What? Oh, no. No, I never. Oh, I see. <laughs> oh, no, he can't. Oh, he... <laughs> no, well, well, I couldn't have. No, I feel that I'm not in the joke oh, now. hello, a minute. <laughs> Hang on a minute, because I see Russ's thing today as well. Oh, dear. Can you let me in the, and, and the eight listeners in on the joke? Um. Well, Ooh. I was watching. I didn't realise he's done a stream of Irons United, didn't he? 
Yeah, so he was, he was, was with us. The thing. He was with us Saturday, yeah. Russ, um, and um, obviously uh, Len had, uh, had dropped some uh, prizes off for yeah. his, his fundraising. Yeah, and um, and said he liked his car. Said he liked his car. Yeah, yeah I heard yeah, that. Did. Yeah, yeah. He wouldn't tell us what colour it was though. Who hey, Russ wouldn't tell you? Yeah, tell tell just Rosso. What makes it likable? Is it a is it a special car? It's mine, isn't it? That's what makes it so likable. It's a Lemmobile. It's a Lemmobile. <laughs> a Lemmobile. Oh, anyway. It's a bit posh. <clears throat> it's a bit posh. Is it a, a Rolls a Red Rolls Royce? No. Don't be ridiculous. Or a Bentley. I'm not getting it. This isn't a fucking car podcast, for fuck's sake. <laughs> what is this? Listen, yeah. I fucking inspired a generation. I'm not like your fucking three failures, mate, Sean. <laughs> I'm entitled to a Continental supercar. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you, you know one which is Iron United, because we all know what car you drive now anyway. So. Oh, right. <laughs> I hope you got the fucking model right. <laughs> that was Russie's. I just got the colour. <laughs> All right then. Is it a Tesla? No, don't be ridiculous. Fuck What's wrong that. With I like a bit of petrol. All right. Okay. All right. It's not that interesting, anyway. No. It's um, not. Move on. It's not. Move on. Yeah. Lanzini story this week. I'm, I'm not even remember that he's, uh, that Turkey want to loan him. Andrew, no such thing. Uh, no for Argentina, a... though, you can't like loan players like that. Yeah, well, as, as there's been a lot of stories at the moment, and ninety nine percent of them are not true, including Lanzini. We we turned down a loan offer uh, from Turkey for Lanzini. Most of this Tur- Turkish stuff. The same with the Alaire loan one. There was two stories: one from ninety minute, and the other one, I think, it was repeated in the Sunday People over the weekend that uh, Allaire wanted to go back to uh, Bundesliga. I forget the team. Was it Hertha Berlin? Who was the team that offered him a loan? Yeah, apparently. Yes. Uh, It's not true. (laughs) No one's... One, we've not received a bid from Hertha Berlin. Two, he's not available for loan. Three, he's not available for sale on the cheap. And four, he wants to stay. So Alaire is not going anywhere, unless we get a bid of forty-five million. That is, if if we got our money back, I think again, technically, all right, it's not 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 for sale. If a forty-five, if we could get our money back and we get a forty-five million back, then I think we'd reluctantly um, accept it. Otherwise, um, we're fully behind him, and the manager wants to give him another season to prove himself. Oh, well, it's done. Um, sound like he's confident in him then. Don't tell anyone, but we still haven't paid the instalment for LA yet. No. But I don't, I don't want to say that because it might roll the fans. No, don't say that. Okay. Yeah, right. Even uh, though you said he was completely paid off once once upon a time. I know I didn't. I never said that. Someone said it. Well, the German... The German uh, built or whatever, the German Do you not kicker, just want to say it like German... Like uh, German, German. The German media said we they'd asked Frankfurt originally asked for seventy five percent upfront, all right, and they did. We said we only could afford fifty percent upfront, 
Where did that 50% come from, Nigel? Uh, on average. Yeah. And why did we have 22.5 million? Because we'd sold on average. Yeah. With the money up front from China because we didn't trust them. China. So when already. you say China, you've got to say it like Trump. China. 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 Um, so so we, we gave them the amount of each money over, 22.5, which meant we had 22.5 left to play in, in five and a half million pound chunks. Uh, we haven't paid any yet. <laughs> but every time I ask it, oh, yeah, yeah, it'll be sorted soon, Sean. It'll be sorted soon. But anyway. We'll Do you know what happened? It's the, it's the Germans turned around. We hadn't paid them. And they turned around and said, you fuckers, don't take the pit. <laughs> and what happened is David Sullivan went, hey, don't mention the war, mate, with your fuckers, because we'll come over there. And it's all kicked off. And it's not going well. To be yeah, yeah, and um, Stan Bournemouth never worked after that joke on TV. <laughs> no, he didn't, did it? <laughs> Which is a very funny joke, uh, right? What other stories? Shane Duffy's going to Celtic, uh, there was interest, but one among many. Um, we'll we get to transfer roundup in a minute. Easy's gone to Palace. Uh, someone said you. Uh, David Moyes said he was the number one target. No, he didn't. David Moyes has not said anything about any number That's one right. target. That's right. It was Clarence you. Said, Get yeah. your facts right, people. Well, I don't oh. think they said number one target oh. ever. Did they, oh, they now? Oh. Well, you, um, they, you left Clarence and you didn't? What? There, there, there was interest of easy, but never number one target. I think we've been consistent saying the targets Clarence are defensive. and you have been consistent, I must admit. They've been consistent, said there was interest, but oh. it was never the number one target, and we weren't going to pay twenty million. I mean, the funny so good thing luck. is, you just got not let you, Gil. Yeah, Hugel's gone, obviously. For yeah, but uh, if QPR wanted Hugo, and we and he did fancy him. Well, they sure didn't that... in the end, though. They didn't want to pay. You know, they had the offer, didn't they? Who did? Yeah, of course, QPR no, were I offered didn't hear yeah, they were offered Hugo. Well, and and what we we are we asked for a price with, um, Ezzy in exchange. In, in the past, that that was mooted, but our valuation of Hugo didn't match. But even when look, we're not stupid. We're a striker. We're, well, we're, we're not, not stupid, uh... right? When when he went for two and a half million quid to Norwich, plus some add-ons if if they get promoted, um, you don't think that was offered to every Championship club? including QPR. Of course it was. You, you go back to them and go, well, this is what uh, Norwich have offered. Do you want to up this? And uh, the answer is no. Yeah. So we'd have had to pay 70 and a half for Etsy. Yeah. And you didn't want him. Well, we've got lots of wide players. We'd have well, had I to sell I'm a player. I don't think he's wide. We've just called him three different names in one go. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And the thing is, his name's Easy. <laughs> easy. Hey, Jerooch. Did him. Yeah, thank you very much. All right. That was a good one, that. Look, the situation is, it's it's all quiet in the Western Front. There are no inquiries in for our players after Ejeti and, and Jordan are gone. There's no, no one wants uh, Anderson. No one wants Lanzini. There's no bids in for Rice. There's no bids in for Diop. You know, I know a lot of people are going, oh, yeah, Diop's off to Man United, all this lot. There's no bids, there's no inquiries in for our players, right? Still early days yet, though, isn't it? Cullen, well, you say that, 12, 13 days left to the beginning of the season and only 20-something till to the end of the transfer window. 
Cullen may go. He's surplus the requirements. Chances are he could go to um, Spurs or Fulham. Uh, but I, I don't think he's ever going to make it big at West Ham, really. Uh, we, we've obviously got Coventry coming. We've got loads of midfielders. We've got Coventry. We've got Diagana coming back. Diang. Uh, we've got, uh, who's the other one? Holland coming back as well, remember? Um, so if if you put those in, and look, this is a question that Nigel asked, you know, would you start next season with the squad you got? And we've, we've, we've talked about this on the podcast before. Yeah. And you ran a little poll, didn't you, Nigel? What was the results of that little poll? And then you ran one. Yeah. And yeah, then, I know. Then you spotted I'd done it. And it was like, oh. and then and he thought, you, oh, this looks like it's yeah, one piece like Let's good, have a little repost. Yeah. And then, of course, it returns. What was the result of your poll? Uh, I'll tell you if you give me like 30 seconds of feeling. So basically, I ran a poll, but what I, I did it a bit different to you though, because I actually yeah. put a team out. Um, yeah. So I, you missed I, a couple of people, didn't well, you? I did one deliberately, one I totally forgot. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> um, there's been a lot of people digging you out. Hold up. Um, who has been digging me out? I don't know. You must have all your notifications turned no, off. No, I can't be bothered to read them all. The uh, good chat with Bob Ballard, of the, who used to work with the BBC yesterday. All um, right. About, about what it was, you know, why didn't people protest before? And I sort of tried to intimate, well, because you lot didn't look. Um, but a bit politely than that. God dear, where is it? Well, I'm going to do the Clarence and Hume poll one week. Oh, because you got to do my one first. Because uh, on, uh, one day, what is, what is it? This, oh, here we go. So I put this is what I put. If we started the season with this team, would it be so bad? It was a question mark. I hope people would pick up on the question mark because I was just asking a question. You know, yeah. people like, <laughs> don't pick up on that, do they? No. Fabianski, Johnson, Creswell, Ogbonna, Diop. Bowen, Rice, Noble, Suchek, Diangana, Antonio. I tried to pick a team as, as close to what finished last season, but obviously uh, I brought in Diangana because I, I think he's a better player uh, than Fornells. Contentious, maybe. But what I did do was I forgot to put Fornells on the bench. Yeah. yeah. So I dropped four now. So the bench was Randolph, Masuaku, Fredericks, Balbuena, uh, Lanzini, Halla, and then Silva. I suppose I could have put four nails in. Totally forgot about Yarmolenko. Oh. So there you go. So only 634 votes, but I'm happy with that. You know, that's 20% of my. Um, uh, yeah, good followers. So I'm happy with that. So basically, I put good team can live with that. No, or we're doomed. And just to show that the fan base is a split on virtually every subject, nearly fifty-fifty, apart from whether they like the owners. Uh, good team was eleven, which surprised me because I I don't think it's a good team that can live with that, which is where I am. Was forty-two percent. Yeah, no thirty percent, and we're doomed to seventeen. So basically, if you split it fifty fifty, it's it's what fifty three percent can live with it, and forty seven percent think no, that's not a good thing. Hmm. So 
So I, I, you're right. I did see this and did my own poll for Claret Hue. Um, 2,164 people voted in, should we start the season with our current squad? Um, 42% said uh, we will be in another relegation battle if we don't sign anyone before the start of the season. 36% said I could uh, live with uh, the starting squad. Uh, 14.5% said we're doomed. We're doomed to relegation if we don't sign anyone before the start of the season. Uh, And uh, the last optimistic 8% said we could do well. We could do well if we started the season. Um, And I I guess I'm in half a mind that's where I would be. It's between that and I could live with it. And the reason is, look, it's not ideal. We do need a left back. We do need a centre back. We do need a right back. We need a backup striker. We all know that. But we do know that money's tight. And we also know that David Moyes doesn't like to rush into these things. Right? So there's, there's a bit of both. If we had to, and on the condition we don't lose Rice, deal for anyone else. Right? If you think about last year, we didn't have uh, Suchek and we didn't have Bowen, and we had Roberto, and we had Fabianski injured. I'll tell you what, and if you put that around, you go... Hold up, people forget, Antonio was injured for... uh, Yeah, Antonio was injured as well. So, if you think that our last four or five games, and think playing the whole season like that, again, assuming everyone stays fit, do you know what? That's not a relegation team. That's a team, that's a mid... Mid-table obscurity. Yeah. yeah, agreed. And that's why I did that. To be fair, that's why I did that, because I was basing it off for the back that if you take the last five games, then and you can forgive the first two games against Wolves and Tottenham, in a way, or you can take the last seven games, forgive the last two, the first two games out of the nine, Wolves and Tottenham as a reacclimatization, then the performances were there. And and also, if you think back to February, the performances were there, but the results weren't. So we'd played well against Arsenal, unlucky to get beat. We'd done bloody really well against Liverpool, even though perhaps Watford beating them 3-0 overshadowed that. But, you know, we were nearly the first team to beat Liverpool. Um, even though I was relieved we didn't, because I'd have been gutted if we beat my Anfield and I weren't there, but that's another story. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then we did beat Southampton. So, you know, there, 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 there were signs there that Moyes was, was getting a team that would win and lose rather than just lose and lose is what we were yeah. doing. So if you can get a team that will win one, lose one, then you will Thanks. finish mid-tight. Win and half. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. That, that, that will get you 47 to 52 points. And I think West Ham's average in the Premier League yeah, yeah. is around that is is around the high forty mark. Not you know. I make you right. I'm agreeing with you on this. Yeah, no, that's not. Right. But the thing is, what happens is is that too many people uh, focus on the fact that we're not doing anything. They look at other teams, see them buying or bidding for players. Look at stupid remarks that well, no one's doing anything because of the depressed market. I mean, that is a silly thing to say, really. Because obviously clubs could be biding their time. Not, not, I don't know any other club that has declared their skin apart from one. 
uh, and that's West Ham. Well, and here's, and here's at... a question for you, yeah, cool. right? Maybe a bit contentious, yeah. Is how much does West Ham ladies' team generate, or how much no. does West Ham ladies' team suck out of the club? Which is a bit harsh way of putting it. Yeah, about one point seven five million. Because people forget that West Ham ladies' football team is funded by the income generated by the men's team. It is, yeah. But, but you know, that's true of Arsenal, Chelsea. No, no um, oh, no, rich benefactor team. owners, rich benefactor owners, Arsenal, rich football club, the Bank of England, got loads of money. Yeah, West Ham is not a rich football club and are pursuing a vanity project. They bought their way into the top division. They made themselves... Where's an apprenticeship scheme for Which is another red flag, really, isn't it? Because the idea is we want them to piss off, not hang about or hand it down. Really. I'm, yeah. that, that's what you want, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I, even you, Sean, the most optimistic of people, must realise that the, the the threshold that David Gold once said about years ago that the Birmingham City fans told them they wanted them gone and that if the same thing happened at West Ham, we would go. I think that threshold is about to be hit. And I'm not just talking about Twitter land. I'm talking generally. I'm talking the whole... Uh, I, do you know what? I think a lot of people don't care about it and don't know about it. I think you're wrong. You know, I think you're wrong. Well, I, I, I tell you, right, some people I talk about who are West Ham fans and go, all right, and I go, they don't even know things like, they don't read Clarence U, they don't read KUMB, they don't go on Twitter, they don't go on Facebook, and they say, and they don't listen to podcasts. And and one of them said tonight, so do you do you think we're, we, uh, are we going to meet up for the first game against Newcastle? I went, no. I said, there's no supporters in the, in the grounds. They went, what? What? But I've really, I just renewed. I'm going, well, no, he said, well, when will they be back? And I went, October. He went, oh, for fuck's sake. You know, that had passed him by. And and when there are a group of people, and I'm being completely honest, when you talk about Wissa, you talk about Hammers United and protests, people go, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I don't know what it's all about. Yeah, because you know, it's a social might... media thing, and and I try and and, so, and I've I've had to stop myself recently from trying to say to people, remember, this is a snapshot of the fan base. It's not the fan base. Not social yet. media is a snapshot. If seven and a half thousand people vote in a Twitter poll, and ninety four percent of them say they want the ball to leave, that ain't ninety four percent of the fan base. That's ninety four percent. It's a snapshot, but yeah. also, generally, people that follow the people that run the poll are anti-bald anyway. If I run yeah. a poll, I would fully expect it to come back 70 to 80% because a lot of people that follow me are anti-bald because I'm anti-bald. The people that, that know, that like the bald, generally are not going to follow me because they know yeah, well, I'll go one step further. Some people just want to watch football. They don't care about the yeah. politics. They don't yeah. care about the ball. They don't care about Aaron Brady. They don't care about fan organisations no. or this or that. They go, I'll go to football to watch football, right? I don't care who's in charge, who owns the club, etc. You know, some people just go, 
I'm, and, and I think you know, even, it is what it is. Even social media channels have to realise we're a snapshot of the fan base. And, and the yeah. thing is, as well, is on Twitter and any social media poll, non-West Ham fans can also vote. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah? If you remember back to the Use View days, Sean, we'd yeah. vote at the ground. And the reason yeah. why we did that, we could have done an internet vote, yeah, but the reason we did it at the ground was because we wanted West Ham fans that attended matches. The reason why West Ham went on to the internet was because they wanted to draw people in because they knew that was the, the, their core support was people that didn't go to games. And and there lies in the problem. Anyway, I'm, uh, Nigel made me a challenge uh, uh, a few days not ago. A, not a, not a pie match. No, not that we're going to talk no. about man versus oh, two good. later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, he fancies himself, doesn't he? Cause I do. If I'd have put uh, six, you'd have put seven. Of course he would have. Oh, no. This <laughs> is why it's going to be good, Nigel. So, so um, <laughs> the challenge you set me is not to wind up the fan base on Twitter. For a week. Yeah. Uh, for a week. Yeah. So from the end of this podcast, on Twitter, right? Nowhere else, just on Twitter, right? I'm still going to write stuff. No, 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 no. No, don't still no. write stuff. You don't no. need to. What are you saying? That I can't write for a week then? No, you can yeah, write, right. but don't be antagonistic. Don't deliberately right. word don't, it in a way. Yeah, don't say some fans will never be happy. Because that's, yeah. you're bored, you're bored, <laughs> you're bored doing, you're just, it's a terrible thing to say, isn't it? Was you're encroaching in the who the hell are you, kind of. Are we going to talk mm. about the new seats? We are, yeah. All yeah. right, good. Anyway, um, um, just just finish off. Look, there there is no transfers in the offering. I spoke to someone tonight. No, no inbound, no outbound. It's all quiet. The chances of signing, look, this won't go down too well, but the chances of signing anyone before the beginning of the season is slim. Uh, we're looking at loans, freebies, but, but also, you know, we've got ideas. If, if we did sell this person, we would get this person, this person. You know, David Moyes got a lot of plans, but... As we just talked. Well, I've got, it is what I it have is. got a question for you, Sean. And then can answer it as well. Is <clears throat> yeah. So come October the 3rd, yeah. we've not sold anyone. So we've kept the squad yeah. together, which is, yeah. not, uh, for me, not a bad thing, actually. Yeah. But we know we've got a problem with the defence. Yeah. yeah. We've shipped 62 goals yet. Do you not think... Or do you not expect them, or would you not? And not don't think like them. Think of what you think. They should then say, "We need to put our hand in our pocket." And I think some money's been made available. Not a lot of money, but some may. Look, there's two things on this, and if I keep on going down, you're going to say I'm making excuses for them. So I'm going to be careful what I say. David Moyes is quite particular, right? He's been offered certain defenders. At the moment, he hasn't committed. We could have got Shane Duffy. We didn't get Shane Duffy, right? I mean, David I don't Moyes think Shane Duffy's an get... improvement on what we've got. I've got Shane, uh, the, we need, I've already mentioned, Diop is injured for the start of the season, yeah. right? 50-50. We need, obviously, some defensive cover. Yeah. The end decision, I'm sure you'd all agree, has to be with David Moyes. I don't want to start going Divering Dave because yeah. then it sounds like I'm dis- I'm deflecting away from the board. Yeah. There is little money, little to no money. We know that. 
However, no, but do you there are loans. That there are freebies available to David Moyes, but he hasn't found one that he absolutely wants at the moment. Uh, <laughs> well, he doesn't, you know, because it is it is curious. You know, a lot of accusations are thrown at the owners, yeah, and and, and, and joining. So, and and people call him money grabbing, and they're robbing this club. And I look at it, and I don't want to go down the road because you think it's a pointless argument because you ain't going to listen to me. And the fact is that the owners bought the club, put so much money into the club. They then cleared the bank debt, and and when they talked about leaving people, uh, bowling ground with no debt, they talked about leaving with no bank debt. So that's what they, they, they cleared the bank debt and took it upon themselves. Now, we could all argue that the bank was charging us 10%, they're charging us 7 they're saving us money, but, you know, when realistically other owners charge nothing. But anyway, now they took out, um, they accru- accrued interest on that loan, yeah? They did. So uh, at the moment, my, my mathematics make it, let's say 50 million they put into the club. Yeah, fifty-two and a half. All right, fifty-two and a half. I mean, thirty odd of it was was because of their own fault because they appointed Avram Gant and got us relegated and, and everything. But we'll, we'll skip that. Oh, uh, well, actually, I didn't include the rights issue, so, a bit so more, no, 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 no. So let's start at that fifty-two and a half million. Yeah. So they were accruing interest on it. How much in interest money did they take out? Eighteen. It's somewhere approaching eight, uh, 20 million. Right. So let's say 20 million. Let's round it up. Yeah. Let's be arsed. Yeah. So they've took yeah. 20 million out of the club. Now, but with the right. Not yet. Issue, I mean, no, they road 20 million. No, no, no. They've taken about 16 million out so far. No, hold up. They've invested 50, put 52 million into the Correct. club, which yeah. is, was interest bearing. Yeah. Correct. They've took interest payments. Seven and a half million pounds of it back. More right. than that. They've took more than that. Hang on. Hang on. Seven and a half million pounds of the capital has been paid back to leave 45 million. Right. And, and in addition to that, around 16 million of interest. So that's 24 million then by mathematics? Yeah. Right. So they've took out that 24 million. The debt is now 40, what, 40. Five million? 45 of shareholder loans. Yeah. Right. So they've took money out of the club that the club could use on transfers. Yeah. I know it was a few yep. years ago, but anyway. Yep. Then we get to this season and they do the rights issue. So 30 million's put back in. All the shareholders yep. chip in except for Brady. So Not Brady. All right. Brady out. Yeah. So they, they chip in except for an unknown shareholder that's only got a few shares. Sort yeah, of like Karen. the man that Karen Brady's got, but not Karen Brady, apparently. Uh, so, oh, anyway, that, so Sullivan puts in even more money, gets a bit more yeah. extra shareholding for it. So, they put back 30 million, which is more than they've took out. Yeah. So, when people say they're money grabbing, they've not actually grabbed the money. And I would imagine they wouldn't take that money out until one, the club is viable again, or two, they sell the club. They can't take it out, can they? It's capital. Well, that's the thing. They can't take it out because the thing. So they're not money-grabbing. It- no, they're not. But can I... It seems to me now, looking back, that that 30 million adjustment, or as you want to say, um, share issue, or yeah. capital... Right, it's a shoot. Yeah. It... Now looking at the transfer market in a depressed market, it appears that that wasn't enough to put in. 
So are they investing to survive or are they investing to thrive? Survive. Exist or, well, survive. That wasn't what we were told mm, yeah. at the move. We didn't know about, we didn't know so many things. We don't do anything. That's why we don't say nothing, Sean. That's why you don't make bold claims. You don't know what's going to happen. Well, you, can, you can dream, you can be ambitious, can you not? Yeah, but do you not think that, in a way, and now that actually, while I believe a club should be self-sufficient and that it shouldn't be, no, and football clubs shouldn't be behest to how much money the owner's got, that actually they have got enough money that they could say, well, we know we've got a problem in defence, so we're going to give another 10 million. Because the fans have renewed their season ticket, we will then do our best or do a, a, a bit extra. Because what they've done is, it looked like now, as, as Len has pointed out, 30 million was the bare minimum to keep the cup running. So they've done the bare minimum. And bearing in mind, long term, they're the only people that benefit from the move. The fans yeah. don't benefit from the move. No, we just sit here and yeah. wait. And we're just waiting from a oh, goal. Our nails. So they're the people that are going to benefit from the move. They're the only people that have benefited from the move because of the share price of the club's gone up. God knows how, but it, the club's worth more money now at the London Stadium than it was at Well, you say Park. that. You say that. But but when you look to Kieran Maguire, he values them. This is before COVID. He valued them at £285, uh, £87 million. Pounds. Well, they only Using paid some... 105 for it. Well, it, uh, actually, agreed. they didn't, but they, they, they probably oh, paid less than that. that. But that, that's a separate Because they injected cash. Yes. But let's not get into semantics of that. No, but let's it's say they paid 105. Right, let's be really clear. If they sold it now, a percentage of that, I, I won't do the complete figures because I've done them many times, about 10% goes to the government, right, before 2023, yeah. right? You then have to pay, as I'm sure you know, capital gains tax. Yeah, if but they'll have to buy... do that any time, Sean. And this is the thing. It's, it's, oh, yeah, of course. It's all system courses and it's all on profit. But what I'm saying for me is... I, you I, buy something for 100 million, you sell it 300 million, you pay the, your profit you made, you pay capital gains tax on it. Yeah, but yeah, now around twenty well, percent. You don't know what's going to happen down the line. That might not be the case when they sell it. So you've Why? just made the case for oh, you don't know what's going to happen, and then you've just done the same thing in the defence of them, and not give that same situation. What would what, what you mean? Not I'm be, saying well, I'm saying hypothetically, 20, oh, if they uh, sold, they will have to pay two types of tax. A no, stadium you tax. Don't know that. A, yeah, I do. No, you don't know that because yeah, in these. No, you don't because it's in, in these. Black and white. It's in the contract. It's in uh, HMSC law on on capital gains. I do understand yes, you that. Don't, right? Yeah, but when it comes to sell it, they might loosen their the. They might say, "Well, we're going to drop capital gains tax because we want to get more money in the economy." Yeah, you yeah, don't of, know course, that. of course. That that's what change, exactly yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 Yeah, of course. But do, of course do you not think be... that, I, and, and this is the thing, where I come from is, I don't expect them. I don't, and I, I've tried in the past, I gave up saying to people, you, you need to separate owner's wealth from the football club's wealth. 
they're not the same. Yeah. The owner is a billionaire. West Ham isn't. Uh, the yeah. owner's a billionaire for a reason, and he wants to keep his family. And he doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he, uh, they the don't want to put any more money in, right or wrong. Before the rights oh, issue, up. they could they put, put their money in right. between 2011 and 2014. Up to this year, they'd not put any of their own money in since 2014. For six years, no yeah. money. Yeah. They've had to act in the COVID by putting 30 million in. But the, and, the, and this is the thing. They're ga- and this is what I don't understand is they're actually Which is three gambling. months' wages. They're actually gambling with their business. By doing yeah, the bare are. minimum, yeah. because if they do, if by hook or by crook, three clubs will go down, and, and mm. without a doubt, we are one of ten clubs that could be chosen to be picked out, or or twelve clubs. Agreed. That could be, so for them, well, but then it's there. You know, we 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 all lose, right? I've been relegated with West Ham. I forget how many times you could tell me, Nigel, in my I, lifetime. I, I, you, I've I, done five. I, I accept. Right, it's part of being a West Ham fan. Right, it's painful, but it's not the end of the world because yeah. I know we try and come back up. You know, if if you're an owner, let's let's be pretty blunt. If you're an owner, you lose of the price of the club, hundred million overnight. You know, you don't. You know, people who say they don't care whether we get relegated, poppycock. Right, it will cost them more in their pocket if West Ham are relegated than it costs us. We know as West Ham fans, relegation comes with the territory. Doesn't matter who the owner is. Before we had uh, GSB, we know relegation goes with the territory. Once every it's decade. sad. We're upset. Then we get excited about the next season of the championship. I quite enjoy a, cha- <laughs> a, a, a season or two in the championship. If I'm if I'm being bro- brutally honest, it's just the pain of going down, and and the pain of not getting seeing as many away games on um, on streams and TV because there's not the availability. But actually, I accept, I still accept, d- despite all the promises, I accept uh, that that every 10 years ago we, uh, or, or so, we go down because we're West Ham. So I think it's still bigger for the owners. Well, do you not think, though, that they're, they're making a mistake by not, putting more money in and, and ring-fencing it for the transfer window if they don't sell any players. And that's what I'm saying is, come October the 3rd, we've not sold any players. but so, and, and we need to buy... A, we've got to get one defender in, at least. You know, we have we do we do need either a centre-back or a right-back. Take your pick. Um, I think we do need that to, to happen. Do you, do you not think that they should then say, go find yourself a player, we'll, we'll give you 10 million as a board? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. And I think if they have to, I think they will. Just Let's just talk about being in a, a West Ham bubble, though, because I think sometimes we are. And I did, when I returned from holiday, I did one of my famous analyses. And all I did was I went on Transfer Market and I looked, point in time, which is three days ago, how much each club had spent on arrivals this summer? Yeah, but and how was, much? Go on, say your bit, and me and Len so, will rubbish so, you. Right? Yeah, we'll say so. Check Chelsea, 
<laughs> Chelsea spent 129 yeah, we'll do it a bit quicker so we can get to our bit. Yeah. 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 So 67 so they've got the, they're the top Chelsea no surprise they've spent 62 Leeds club coming up always spend more 50 million net spend Spurs 32 million net spend Man City expect 31 million net spend Sheffield United spending big mostly on one player 18 and a half million Crystal Palace, 16 million, just on that one player, Izzy. Easy, we're calling him. Fulham, same reason, coming up. Net spend of 12.5. West Brom, again, coming up, 8.2. Southampton, 7.8. Net spend, they've uh, bought in 22.7 million, sold 15 million. Then there's Arsenal, net spend of 7 million. They've they've sold 250,000, bought in a £7.2 million pound player. And then there's West Ham. Arrivals, £14.5 million, which is obviously Suchek. And we've sold two players worth basically £8 million in a, in a Ian Jordan. So our net spend is 6.66. But below us is Liverpool. Uh, they bought in a player for 11.7 so far, but they've sold a player for £10 million, So £1.7 million. Manchester United, this was correct four days ago. Manchester United, Aston Villa, Burnley, Newcastle have sold no one and got no one in, so they haven't done anything. Everton are minus 1.75 million because they've sold a player and only bought in one for 250,000. Brighton, again, minus 9 million because they bought in a player for 1.4 million and sold a player for 10.5. Wolves, have no one coming in, but they've sold a £16 million player, so they're minus £16 million net spend. And finally, Leicester City, no one's come in, but they've sold a player for £45 million, so they're minus £45 million. Now, all of this can change in a day, but I'm just saying, where everybody go, why are West Ham not spending their only club to spend in the press market? We're sitting at 11th because it shows that apart from Chelsea... Spurs, Man City, Sheffield United and the clubs that have come up in in Fulham, West Brom and uh, Leeds. There isn't a lot going on, really. Go on, and you can tell me where I'm wrong on this. Go on. It's all well and good you doing that. And and this is why... Well, yeah, and and I'm sure it took you long enough and this is... It's a great piece to think to look at it and say, this is what's going on. <coughs> but the reason why it don't work is because you've done it. And the reason <laughs> and, and the reason why it's you, because you were the person that wanted to put Suchek in January and, right. and not in the summer. So well, it's you both, though. It's an obligation no, to no, buy. No, 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 no. You cannot put... Yeah, so it was an obligation to buy, but you put his full transfer fee in January. When, though? You wrote an article about spending 40 oh, million. Oh, i loads of articles. But, well, no, so but, what? No, it ain't so what. Because you want people to take this article. You spend... You must have spent a good few hours... Going no, through, I, 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 I spent about 30 minutes right Well, you spent 30 minutes doing this, yeah? So 30 yeah. minutes of your time. Surely yeah. you want people to take it seriously. Do you? I, I mean, this is a big question. Generally, do you want people to take this seriously? I, I, I that, want people to find it informational, i.e. Right. That this is this is the source of information. This is a fact. If, you, if you're looking in context of how much West Ham has spent... My whole point was, 
Look at look beyond the West Ham bubble. Right. Look at what other clubs but are doing but or again, what other clubs the, aren't the, doing. But the problem with you there is you've already allocated in a separate article, yeah, Suchek's money paid, not his loan fee, yeah. You put all the money because it was, you know, we had to Does it matter, so, though? Yes, it does. No, it, it doesn't does, because, because it's it skews your figures up. It's sk- take Suchek's Whether figures I move it, no, out of West no. Ham. What happens? But, remove but if, Suchek. If I move Suchek in January or no. in... So take him out. On your spreadsheet, take him out. Why? Because your spreadsheet is about the summer. Well, it still, it still shows. Even if I take that out, right, and West Ham end up in minus eight, right? You've still got Brighton, Wolves, and Leicester City behind you. You're not alone in my point. But I'll doubt my point. Right, but there, there is no, you, but you've here. artificially pushed West Ham into 11th. When no, that, I haven't. You have He's a summer signing. Look, I did no, this. Well, as, up. I don't know. Make your mind up. And this is the thing. And this is where... The transfer market counts him as a summer signing. I'm going to count him as a summer signing. Why the four, you do that? You can do the winner five. one as well, though. The, the four and a half million... No, is no. A tra- is a loan fee for January. You put all the figure in, yeah, in that January. But I'll go back and change the article then of a few months. Oh, no. oh, You've already pulled people's pants down, Sean. Oh, Come on. This you is know one of the moments you know where I'm going to Saudi Arabia. Oh, interesting. Yeah, we're, 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 sometimes people on Twitter have got every right to slaughter you. And I'm yeah, here and you know I defend you. Not, not I know you don't ask me to do it and whatever, but as I say, I'm a proper person, I stick by my mates, and I don't like to read some of the stuff that comes out, especially when people are just trolling you uh, 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 at some point. But but you make it hard for me. You know, sometimes <laughs> I repeat it and people say things to me in Twitter. Oh, don't I'm stick like, up for me on I'll my account. It, and I think, do you know what? You're right. You know, Ramble had a dig at you. And I was like... Who did? Rambles, yeah? So I quite... Well, Rambles like, is always I, having a dig I, at me. I like West Ham Rambles. It's quite funny. So he has a dig at you I thought was out of order. And he, he starts going off. And then the next minute, I read your tweet about the football stands, yeah? Which we ain't got to yet. And I, well, let's talk about it. I, so I, that's I, next. I just went to him. I tell you what, I take it back. I'm sorry, you was right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I actually said that at Rambles. You was wrong, yeah. mate. I was wrong in defending you. So, all right, that's a good link. So I was about to move on to the London Stadium. And so the two things I was going to talk about is the new excellent stands have been uh, released and, and obviously pictures came out in the Brentford game. They can't sell um, seats in them because no council wouldn't let them. Sorry? Was he going to say that? No, I wasn't. I wasn't oh. going to talk about that. Um, oh, right. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh dear! So um, <laughs> I'll edit it later. Um, so uh, the stands. What's the problem with the stands? It cost us nothing. The, the five million pound for the new stands that are nice and straight and safe standing, ready. I've squared off the the stands. They look more visually appealing. And and I do. I stand by what I say. Some fans are never happy. I'm not saying it's turned it into football stadium. I said it's an improvement or, or a slight no, improvement. You said some fans are never happy. You, that's yeah. what you started the tweet off with. Yeah. Do you, would you want to elaborate? I want to elaborate. There was a shit fest on Twitter 
of yeah. people moaning about the stand. So I did a before and after. I went, this is what you had before. This is what you got after. Was, You're never bloody happy. fucking straight. It doesn't solve the problem. That's what the people it were saying. It doesn't solve the problem, but it's a move towards it. Stop moaning, people. You know what? You have got a, such a short memory. What? Because I think you forget the conversation you had with the club two years ago. Which when, one? I have so many. Yeah, when they f- first said, they first announced this was going to happen, and I yeah. got a ruler out. And yeah, um, proved that their claim of moving forwards, the thousands, yeah, I know it was two years ago. Yeah, no. They claimed to move thousands forward was false. Yeah, it I know wasn't it wasn't moving forward at all. That the corners were moving back, the middle moves forward, it's straight yeah. off, and it creates a gap bigger at the back. And but six hundred people do move closer because they're the wet seats, and the people by default, the people in the wet well, seats, six hundred. There, there was that to be pointed out as well that everybody gets a free poncho in oh, yeah. seats as well. Um, You're going to get wet. You might as well push it all the way to the line. And, and you, you, I know you forget because you, you got a lot of memory, like a goldfish. That the, the club at first denied it. Then they thought, "Oh, hold up a minute." And they went, not what we believe. Then they went quiet for three months when they realised that what I'd done with my ruler was correct. Yeah. And then it all yeah. went quiet. And then when they redid it, uh, they, it they, they they dropped the we're moving thousands bit. And it, it was all blamed on the architects. And then, obviously, we all know the reason this was done was nothing to do with moving fans forward. And this is where the club rightly gets slaughtered and people like you get slaughtered because you pushed the club line when you know this was purely and simply... The club did not like that tweet and it was asked. Why, a, a, a thing by London Stadium to save them money. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, the club didn't like me saying that. No, no, and that's purely what it's about. It's got nothing to... Yeah, yeah but I, when I pointed that out, or in fact, I did another article where I pointed out that the the new seating was paid wholly by the stadium owners. And they went, why do you need to say that? I went, because it's the truth. Because it's true. It's they the went, well, what does that add to the story? It just, the honesty. Riled, I, I, it just riles up fans. Did I listen? Did, did, did I listen? For God's sake. Did I, I don't know. You know did, Sometimes. They, they monitor, I don't think they got enough time to always listen not, to it. Not all three hours. But did, no. did, they know. They know, like last week, when you start, revealing confidential information, Nigel, then they get to hear about it, yeah. Weren't confidential to me. It wasn't confidential, was it? We both both knew. Weren't confidential to me. I knew. Mm. And Mm. at the end of the day, what have they got to hide? What are the people that I I mentioned it? Anyway, before we speak about seating, I think visually it looks better. I understand some people are upset with their relocation, they can go anywhere in the stadium. We didn't pay anything for it. I think it looks more visually appealing. That's all the point I was saying. Some people are never happy with that. You've got a different opinion. Well, yeah, my, and it saves my and it saves is, the taxpayer one million pound a year. I will not. I will not say it looks visually appealing until I've seen it with my own eyes. Okay, yeah. fair enough. They they sold us the stadium as visually appealing, which I always said it weren't, and then people went in there. And realised, you know, it ain't. It, it will. Well, funny enough, that's a really good link. I'll see it with my own eyes because the last point I've got on here, um, 
is about the test event. I'm sure you saw Brighton had their test event invited, especially invited 2,500 people along. Uh, they had to socially distance queue, use hand sanitizers. Uh, they had to wear masks while going and to from their seats. Uh, and they had to leave their details with track and trace. This is the first test event. My understanding is Karen Brady's asked for the London Stadium to be a test event. Um, where do you twos stand on this? Are you in the camp that sort of says, yeah, if I've got a chance, I'll go to a test event and see what it's like? Or are you no. the, I'm waiting till this is all lot. over? No, I'm waiting this is all over. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not having your fucking aspartame walk with damn fucking football shit. <laughs> I want the real McCoy. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. And I'm going to tell you something in my last bit, because uh, I've just got an update on season ticket sales as well, because I spoke to someone this evening. Nigel, you, would you have a chance? You offer, you've got a golden ticket for one of the 2,500. Are you going to take it? Yeah, of course I am. Yeah? I'd, I've said from day day one. He's an addict, isn't he? So, yeah. I, I, you know, yeah. I've got a, he don't mind. He don't care how rough it's cut off. He just he yeah, fucking he needs mind. it. <laughs> exactly. So you don't mind queuing for an hour or so and being temperature tested and all this lot and, and I don't having to wear masks. half empty grand because, to be fair, yeah. I used to go reserve football. And, and well, if it's two and a half thousand, it'll be a lot less than the half empty. It's going to be more than two and a half thousand. Or, or is that? Yeah, yeah. No, but these initial test events are very, very small. All right. Well, yeah. yeah no, if if I've got the ticket, I would go. I've got a golden ticket. Yeah. Well, no. Although, I, as, I wouldn't as, be Rambles put, I, as Rambles put on Twitter, I was. Oh, yeah. Sean. It was it. David Baker, Sean, Will Sorthouse. Yeah, Moose. Moose. Why did he put um what's his name in um the tennis player Andy Murray? Andy Murray. Yeah, I didn't get that. I don't understand that. Because well, it was a, a picture. Basically, he, he's like not a celebrity fan, but he's photographed wearing a West Ham t-shirt. Oh. Yeah, but why wouldn't you put someone else in? Well, perhaps what he's know. trying to prove is that they 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 have their favoured names. So basically, oh, right, okay. he's famous. It, it, Wouldn't you have like Danny Dyer or someone like that? Or something? Well, he could yeah. done, but you know, it's quite funny. So it just goes to show it's hard to pick six arse lickers. That's what you're saying. <laughs> no <laughs> easy task, but you come yeah. straight to the top. Anyway, anyway. Yeah, the on, if Ramble listens, the, the reason I did say it was arse, but funny. The only <laughs> reason I thought it was arse because you put David Baker in. <laughs> now David Baker harsh, laughed David I said it to David Baker he <laughs> thought it was quite I thought it was a bit harsh on him all the yeah. others nailed on yeah yeah anyway Ballot board. Uh, my last thing before we move on and use two want to say anything before we go to question time is uh, I, I obviously saw this whole food bank thing um you, you uh, I didn't watch donations. You don't get the week. Yeah, I, I was a bit upset though. Like you, yeah. I listened last week for three hours. It did take me about four days to listen to your three hours. Uh, and uh, I think you said some harsh things. You did. Look, I could pick you up and some things are incorrect, but I, I don't have enough Go time. On. No, I didn't. I didn't write them all down, but I'm, I was just going at the time. I was listening on the beach. Well, that's wrong. That's that wrong. That's wrong. I did, I did, oh, I've spoken to Len about this already, but 
I, look, I'm glad a lot of money was raised on the the uh, food along or whatever it was called. But food along. I, 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 I did find it a little bit dull. Sorry, Russie. Uh, but I've come up with an idea, right? And and the idea is, this is uh, Russ is quite a big chap. I'm a quite a big chap. And there's a few other big people supporting West Ham. If you've ever watched on Dave, Man versus Food, I thought we could do a food bank, because I thought this would be funny, a food bank, Man versus Food, West Ham edition. And to bring it in to make it a bit more West Ham and a bit more Nigel, um, it would be sponsored by Oliver's Pie and Mash. And the competition, Man versus Food, is who could eat the most pie and mash uh, in in a set time. Uh uh, I, I thought that would be quite a good event. Who would we invite? Would we invite Moose? He won't come. We would if there's food involved. Well, there's food. There's food there, isn't there? Hmm. So oh, let's get this right. Yeah, my boy's pie mash has got to front up all the food for free. No, no, no. no. We we give you your cost money for, for oh, the food. Oh, right. oh. You do sound confident. I mean. I would have just thrown it in. Good bit of publicity. Ooh, ooh, so down. Russ is in, right? Because Russ is, is in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, he yeah. does a lot of work for charity. Fucking hell. This is high enough already, isn't it? Right. Um, there's, so, a lot of big, there's a lot of big boys. Russ likes his pie mash and all. Nicky Hawkins. You, you think he can sure take away a few pies? Yeah. Yeah, anything to fucking beat you. Yeah. Sean. I'm sure he'd love it. Who, 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 who have we got? Who, who else have we got that's quite big that you might like uh, a pie? The only uh, thing about pie masses, yeah, is that we're, because obviously, out of Tanner, you wouldn't realise is that sometimes it's the slight people, yeah, that can really put it away. Yeah. I mean, I, I had a mate who, who, who was, had no like fat or gristle on him whatsoever, and he could, he, he, he walked in and, and in front of me, did five pies and two mash. Wow. Now I went two and two, and he went five and two, and I looked at him and went, five and two, you're taking the piss. And the woman went, no, that's what he always has. And that was Kenny. <laughs> so anyway, if, if any of our listeners know, nominate any big lads. Uh, they don't have to be famous. You're being biggest again, then you could be anyone. More slim lads who can eat more than I, th- I think. Look, we're not interested in people who are going to eat less than four pies, right? You got to set it's it's five pies or above. And um, just to be clear on the rules, for every it's not just a pie contest; it's a pie and mash. And so liquor. for ev ev and liquor. So for every pie, there has to be a portion of mash. You got to eat both, right? It's not just eating. Seven pies. It's got to be seven pies and seven mash and seven. Liquor. You've got to right. find a disclaimer. If you have an heart attack afterwards, don't come blaming me. Yeah. yeah. So, so right in. If you think you can do more than five pies and mash, uh, we we make you part of our special uh, uh, man versus food food bank edition. Um, and I've signed Ruffy up already. I haven't. See, does it not this. seem a bit a bit? You know. D- the idea of a food, yeah. Bank. The irony of take it away is, is I didn't know about this food bank but, for charity bit. Yeah, that we're donating food to the to the Newham Food Bank to distribute um, yeah. people that can't afford, you know, for no fault of their own, they can't afford to go shopping. You know, it's expensive shopping now. 
Yeah. As everybody will know, his food shopping is expensive. Believe me, there's, there's all the special deals since COVID have gone. All the buy one, get one freeze, you don't see them. The, the, the supermarket. Yeah, there's almost nothing on my Waitrose loyalty and, card and, now. And they're, they're, All my offers are gone. Coining it in Waitrose, I'll tell you what, I would have had you nailed down for that. I'd, actually, I'd have had you as a card, though, to be fair. I can't even imagine you going. You'd make them bring it to you. Um well, they haven't got the Waitrose gig now. Oh, they're, they're losing no, they sparks, sparks, aren't they? Um, but it's still posh enough for him. Did, yeah. And what are we going to do to to raise money for these poor people that can't afford to go shopping, that they have to resort to this? And let's get it right. Uh, the, you know, I'll now cut the people that used food banks. And as a kid that grew up of a single parent, it's quite possible if food bank was about back when I was I was a little kid, I fully expect my mum would have used them. Hmm. Um, I, I guess I haven't food. thought this through. I, I just it's thought it was a good idea. You know, I, I haven't thought it through. No, no not really. Thing, but it, it don't seem in the spirit. Let, let's see, I, I, you know, punt it at Johnny Rotomsky. See what Johnny Rotomsky, me, it don't sit right with me. Eating food to raise money to give money for, for food banks. Yeah, yeah, to give money for a food bank. It don't sit. It oh, I don't think you thought that through. Sure. <laughs> you got carried away with. You think you can eat more pie mash than me? Yeah, that's what you. You got to be in this as well. I'm going to have money on night. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Is there anything used to's want to bring up before we go to question time? Do you trust me? Yeah, nothing that's going to get me in trouble, yeah? All right. Well, you weren't here last week, and apparently I got you in trouble for no fault of your own. Exactly. So, which I thought was quite funny. So, you obviously yeah. don't want to talk about that then. No. Um, mm. was any, what was the fallout from that? Or should we talk about that? No, no, no. It's all gone quiet. How was it? So, can we talk about it then if it's gone quiet? No, because I don't want to start it up again. Oh, right. So I just you know, I, the reason I called it uh, OSB Mark Three was because OSB Mark One whistle were involved in. Uh, yeah, but I tried to you, you you use the word OSB and you haven't used yeah, the word I OSB. And suddenly you use it all the time now. It's been di- di- bloody disbanded. Yeah, well that's why I use it. <laughs> but it's about to be rebanded, isn't it? They're getting the band back together again. It's like the Blues Brothers. You know, mm. that Jake's mm. running round going to uh, put his sunglasses on and says, like, I'm on a mission from God. Well, actually, it's Brady, but I suppose to West Ham, if you work with West Ham, she probably thinks she's God anyway. Uh, and he, she's on a mission, and we're putting the we're putting the band back together again. She's gone round, driving round. Oh, <laughs> part of ours, getting the band back Look, together. You can play the, you can play the, the cymbals. You're not wrong. And, yeah. You're not, not wrong. wrong. Thank you very you're much. Wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. new members to the band. Yeah, there's new two members. Oh, yeah. you know, we'll see. Uh, what about then? Um, can I ask sixty-two thousand questions? Go on then. Oh, so um, <laughs> did you not get that, Sean? It's just come in. So sixty-two thousand reasons about uh, <laughs> um, um, 
So they're doing the own cancel. Oh, you're not answering that question. Oh, come oh, on, guys. Oh, oh, you wake up. I just asked you. Did you say yes? How do you not guess what he's talking about? All right. Well, look, that's for next week. Oh, all right. Let's talk about that next we'll week. We'll talk about the fact that the club are not allowed to go to 62,000 next week. Oh. Over to you, Len. Uh, Sean, why are you in such a good mood? Yeah. Uh, uh, what um, costume would you wear for Mr. Ben? Oh, oh, I, I, I'm I, a bit of a traditionalist, so I would probably go for the bowler hat. Um, no, that's you know. what he goes in with. Yeah, I'm on, a, I'm on that the... costume. Oh. Well, we all wore um, that. We walked in the shop, you idiot. It's what you wear. Right. You go through the door at the back. We're more bothered about so, so what I'm gonna have to do, just as quickly, um, I'm I'm now quickly um, looking at Mr. Ben costumes to pick one Didn't out. Did you watch Mr. Ben as a kid? I did, but I can't Tony remember. Ben. Um, I think the most one that will be most apt is uh, when he was a clown. Either. Oh yeah, the, cow- the cowboy yeah, or the clown? Well, you, Which one? Yeah, you're part of the circus, aren't you? So yeah, you're right. Which one, the clown or the cowboy? The clown, not the cowboy. Someone did point out on Twitter. I don't know why they did this. Sean is not a journalist by profession or training. Uh, uh, or yeah, anything. by profession or training. Sean's not a journalist. I'm not a journalist. I've never claimed. I'm also Everyone not an IT. Just to be clear, by the way, after you were talking last, I'm also not an ITK. Never been claimed to be the word ITK. I don't identify with being an ITK. I've never called myself an ITK. I've never called myself a journalist. Yeah, but you are in the know because... I know people in the know. And as you said last week, I'm not in the know. I know people in the know. Which makes you in the know. Well, does it though? I I, I, I just don't like the term. No, I don't like it. I don't like it either. I don't like it. I'm not sure it'll be around for much longer. Okay. Anything else, Len? No, no, I'm fine. Okay. As you we go uh, are we ready for you? All know the ITKs actually do like realise the damage they can do to the club. Come on. Uh, the Let's have it, Nige. No? Tell us. No, he's just saying that but the information we release uh, can cause problems. Do you not agree? Do you not think that? Do you yeah. not see it? Yeah. The, the, the... Yeah. yeah, I do. But equally, but it causes care. problem. It causes problems to the most toxic um, platform on earth, which is Twitter. Yeah, that we can all agree on. Yeah. It's Facebook Twitter question time. And I noticed last week that uh, after you started, I thought you got to Facebook Twitter question time within an hour. And I'm thinking, oh, it won't be a long one. You actually oh. spent over two hours after you reached that jingle. So I'm, I'm hoping... That's not true. Not actually. Actually. That's not a question. That's... It is true. No, you spent ain't. the first hour. Go on. What was it then? I, th- I thought it was about an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, I'm not sure. Two no, but we did the last half hour on, on the OSB. 
and, yeah. and, and the, 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 the putting the band back together again. Yeah. Anyway. You said we're not allowed to talk about. It's a Facebook Twitter question time. Well, you, the eight listeners, are, get to ask Nigel statements of fact or questions that he may or may not answer. Nigel. You hang about because it wouldn't load on my phone so I'm having to go in on my laptop. So, uh, I, I actually, I didn't ask. What's the question? I didn't ask it because I didn't. I'll be honest, people. It's bank holiday Monday. Normally, we don't do a bank holiday. Someone decided that their, their diary's a bit busy. So, uh, they're doing a bank holiday Monday. And I picked it up with about an hour before to go. Oh, I've clicked on the wrong thing now. fuck's sake. Oh, maybe we didn't answer the question. You anyway, did. thank you, you and good night. Oh, <laughs> you did ask a question because it says someone. I've been Sean, Nigel's been Nigel, and Len's been Len. Good night. Right. So, uh, here we go. Twenty comments. Go to all comments. <sighs> Twenty comments. All right. Let's see what we can whistle through. Um, I'm going to give these the stupid voices a rest this week. Uh, thanks to the Yells Angel that, that texted in and had a right go. And, uh, did he? Yeah, he, he, well, what he did was, he, 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 I don't know if you see this, you didn't probably see this, Jay. Um, some geezer had a pop at us last week for go on. being bald stooges and... <laughs> oh, hang on, was this on Twitter? No, this was on Facebook. And I, I looked at I'm a bald stooge. And I, yeah, yeah. Like this podcast is becoming like stooges of the bald. And I, you know, when you think, you know, it, I don't like to have a go back at our listeners because you are our listeners and I love all of you. Yeah. You know, whether you are a bald stooge and this or is not. I was off. And yeah, this, yeah this is what I couldn't. I, and, you know, and I had to point out to him, um, actually. Sean's not in this week. Thought he was wrong. And then you click on his picture and he's like some Hell's Angel. He's English because he's got a Union Jack on his Hell's mm. Angel badge. And he, or or he's, he's, he's a hog, I think, mm. uh, by the looks of him. So he looks a mean geezer to be. I think his name yeah. was Harry. But it was just funny that he, that he picked the week that you're away to accuse me, Len and Stell of being bold stooges when you probably couldn't get further from the truth. No, no, certainly couldn't. Uh, but anyway, so Sean asked... Uh, podcasting tonight. He's put Sean his back from his holes, but it was him that put the, pit, the post up. Uh, uh, he said, you're back. Summer substitute is called you, Len. I think that was a bit, been, been, you know, That's demeaning of you, to be fair. I've been a substitute all my life. Uh, you never know. We hope Nigel will be joining us, but we haven't heard from him today. Uh, should we start the season with the squad we have rather than panic by? He's gone down that road again, as if we didn't flog it on Twitter enough yesterday. <sighs> Tim Dutch Holland, first up. Evening news lot. He says, good shout with your recommendation of Archer last week, Len. Great oh. show. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's all right. It's all right. It's something, it's contemporary animation. So, yet they don't over-egg the animation. It's still quite... Yeah. Um, framing. As Dutch says, anyway, is this ain't an animation podcast. No, it's not. Yeah, He says, uh, regarding not signing anyone this summer, if Moyes and his non-existent scouts have identified transfer target, doesn't it should that he thinks we need reinforcements in order to improve the team? I think this is doesn't it show. How long will Moyes put up with not being backed in the transfer market? Uh, 
finally says, what would be your one luxury item if you were shipwrecked on a desert island? Brady out. Um, go on then, Sean. Answer why Moyes is, is not being backed in the transfer market. Well, I, I, I'm not sure. He knows the, the situation with money. And I think um, he... he it wants to get the right people, person, as I said, uh, people in said earlier. So you know, he'll work with the owners. It's not a case of being backed. It's a case of he understands the financial position. He understands what's available to him and what he's got to do, and and he make his decisions, get the final say. Uh, Len, what would you take on a desert island if you were shipwrecked? Um, Luxury item. I suppose it might be a phone to sort of call some help, really. Although, saying that, there'll be a time in the future where I'd wish I was back on the island. Wouldn't you take your pens with you and a bit of paper? Yeah, it's more of an iPad and a stylus, really. Just think of all the drawings you could bash out. You could do, but there's no one there to sort of show them to. Am I there on my own? Don't say. He says, he didn't, you need to, yeah... Fine. I mean, what it seems, you? yeah. Oh, well, that's a hard question, isn't it? I think I'd need a bit of music. Put it that way to get me through. Well, you've why? Because I'd, I'd take my iPod. Yeah. I, you still have an iPod? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've wow. got, uh, I've still, I've got a few iPods, but in my shed, I use my um, Mark II iPod. Oh, I've got one of those. So it's Funny, still alive somewhere. with the boom box that's on it. And it's weird because for some reason my iTunes crashed and I, I had about five and a half thousand songs on there and it crashed. So I can't ever plug this iPod in again because it'll wipe. Oh, it'll blank them. It'll blank them yeah. and reload what, I've, what I'm back up got to. Got on your iTunes, So yeah. this has got everything on here. That I love. Yeah. So that's why this is in my shed. Yeah. Um, it's got all my rock and roll stuff from the fifties. Yeah. So that uh, that I seem to listen to a lot. To be fair. Uh, Davey Jones. He says, "Evening, all you right, Zig? I know. The, no, Dave. Uh, yeah. Uh, I know the performance. Sorry. No, that's all right. You get in, mate. You get in. Uh, obviously, Sean's too ignorant to say hello. But uh, evening all, he says, I know the performance in the recent friendlies doesn't scream next level, but again on paper, we don't have a bad squad if all the players turn up with the right attitude. Exactly Quite right, right. Dave. Uh, I, Quite right. He's still got concerns over Anderson and Allah, yeah. but it is what it is, so he won't panic anytime soon. Oh, Dave, you're made for this show. He's got a mandatory animation question. Fantastic. You ready? Yep. Mary Mungo and Midge or Hector's house? Brady outs. Oh, well, I can agree with the Brady out bit, but them two are just a teeny bit before me time, but I'm going to say Mung, uh, Mary Mungo and Midge. See, I'm Hector's house. I don't remember oh, yeah. Mary Mungo I, and Midge, to be fair. I don't remember much of Hector's house, although that was parsley, wasn't the it? same as Magic Roundabout, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't house. parsley, wasn't it? wasn't parsley Hector's house. Oh, it could be. Maybe... Maybe I've seen Hector's house a bit more. Was it not? Go on then. I'm going to change to Hector's house yeah. then. Well, yeah. Neither of them are, are my faves. No, no. But he, he, he don't, no. there you go. I love his I love his animation knowledge. I can't wait, yeah. you know. Sean? 
See, sorry, I, I was on mute. I knew he'd done that, mute. right? <laughs> yeah, he, he's been I didn't think you to me. Right? I, well, I know that's why I came here because I, I was knew. eating blueberries. Sorry. All oh, right, I thought you was checking out that Lanzini to Saudi Arabia story. I have been checking it out. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Cool, Sam. Um, what was the question? <laughs> Mary Mungo and Midge or Hector's house. I don't know either of them. Oh. Mate, what did you do as a kid in Surrey? I, I watched Ivor the Engine and Clangers and Bankpuss and Rainbow and uh, what, the one with Morph. Tony Hart. On. And Swap Shop. Oh, Swap Shop, man. And. Uh, you're you eating, know. aren't you? Yeah, he's eating yeah. blueberries. Honestly, said that. I'm eating blueberries, yeah. Oh, sorry, I missed that bit. He's at the muffin already. He's just got the blueberries <laughs> left. Ah. Next up, we've got Barry Meikle. Uh, with respect, he says, would Sean consider writing more CNH articles? Every time we mention CNH, I get the rattle. Uh, it says, uh, giving his senior sources, dismissing transfer rumours rather than spreading them. It's true. It seems most of the CNH articles on transfer rumours are then rubbished by him in the podcast. It seems yeah. counterintuitive to me. Well, he's just admitted 99% of it's rubbish. He said earlier in the show, so that's what he thinks of his own um his own website. He says, anyway, uh, he loves the show. Keep up the good work and Brady out. Brady out. There you go. Someone asked me the other day, why only Brady out and not Golden Sullivan? I don't get it, did I? And they don't. They, they, they don't. I think it was one of the, I think it was Dan on West Ham Fan TV. Oh, well, there you go. Um, and they, oh, you sure it wasn't Sue Watson? No, it wasn't. Uh, believe me, wouldn't answer. Um, she don't like me anyway. Things mutual. Um, but anyway, we because we, how long have we been doing Brady out? Two, three years now, isn't it? I think. Got get rid of the employee. Yeah. She's got. She's got uh-huh. to stand the task with the stadium move. Yeah. You got to start with small battles. You got to achieve the achievable. And it's like, um, Andy Dupree getting through that wall and through the the tunnels of shit. It's, it's no easy thing. No. You got to start. You know. You got to start with a tunnel of shit. Basically, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know me. I yeah, did, we I do did know probably, you. Yeah, you. I did more, probably like to go up the tunnel with shit. That's what we know. Well, then we're not going to discuss it in detail. I did more for the Brady out campaign than anyone else, oh. as you know. Well, you got a you got a response from her, and then you wasn't yeah. Brady out. Yeah, she told you you wasn't. Yeah, yeah. She picked up those out. strings. Yeah, we are not going to discuss yeah, how sausages are made no, on this podcast. Not. No. Oh, next up, it's my mate Dave Trevor. Evening, guys. No, Nigel would be a disaster. He is he the would. voice of rationality and common sense. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, if we sign no one, will we go down? If we sign no one, will we go down? Yes or no? Come on. We have signed someone. No. Signed I'll piss off you. No, 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 we won't. No, I don't think we will. He says, Len, how do I get an image from you for use in social media and texting? You got a canningtownlen.com. There you go, Dave. Canningtown. Talk to me on there, Dave. Can anytime you like, everything you need to know is on there. I shall. So much is like a Aladdin's cave of. Is that a www dot? Yeah, uh, if, if if that is your custom, yeah. 
www.canningtownland.com. It's the .com because I only really started it. Um, so international. Um, uh, it actually, can I say, I'll just put it up. Let me just edit that because I spelled Canning wrong. Talking to Canning you Town. You Canning Town wrong, did you? Canningtownland.com. Can I ask you a question, Len? There you go. Yeah. There seems to have been a transfer coup. So you announced oh, on Canning Town. Oh, oh, he's a troublemaker. That yeah. Dan was oh, your reporter. Poor Dan. And he, and he seems to have, I don't know, if money was involved, was it a free transfer? He's, he's, he's appeared for... Um, a competitor. He can, he's not a competitor. Then can do what he like. He's a young man. He's getting a lot of grief. So and is I he? Think... Has he got exclusive? Is he exclusive to Canning Town? Then is he exclusive to West no Ham Way? He's a or... fucking human being. What do you mean? Is he exclusive? Is he still writing? He's not. Is he what? Is he still writing for you? Yeah, of course he is. I assume so. I mean, I don't. I don't crack a whip at him. You know. I think he's getting a little bit of a, a couple of people, including you two, have, uh, have approached me and said, he's, your, your boy's getting a lot of shit lately and I haven't seen yeah, him yeah, on no, his no. side. Yeah, and, he's getting a shit. And we think him. it's because, you know, it's because he's doing this YouTube thing and this is what it's like. Yeah, I, that's I, I, Twitter I really for you. That's I know, Twitter. He, he's learning that, he knows that and I, I said that to him today. I said that to him not today, you know. I think it's because he, of that. He, he did a naive tweet that I knew he was going to be shouted down, which is, where's all the money gone? So you're, 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 when you save things like that, people are going to get that. You know, they're the kind of things I write <laughs> to get a reaction. Yeah, but the, right? the thing about it is, right, I know I'm interrupting you, but the, where it goes Go wrong with Dan is he's a journalist. And this is it. what he says, when, when journalists go to the fans, well, where is all the money? We all look at you and go, you're the journalist, figure it out, mate. Yeah, 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 poor you know, sod. We're making up our own crap to make it fit with our head, which we're entitled to do because we're uneducated on this subject. You're a journalist, you, you should know how to find these things out. Go this find it. it out. I know, this is it, poor sod. Anyway, he's. Uh, I'm not going to give Dan any grief. I was only giving you grief on whether there'd been but, some uh, kind of free trade. Yeah, I is. cut him some slack. I didn't. I looked at it and thought, well, you know, no, I won't go there. But you know, I said to him today, if you are a journalist with a first class analyst degree, you know, you got you got a member who's young. He's, what, he's no, no, that's why himself. I cut. I did say that. It's why I cut him a yeah. bit of slack because I thought, well, you know, I don't want to pick him up. So, if he's not exclusive to you in West Ham way, does that mean he can write for Clarence here as well? I told you he's a fucking journalist. He's a gun for hire. He's a what? Gun for hire. No. I don't know. I just want to look after him, really. I don't think I'm doing a very good job of it. <laughs> Listen, he sold his son. He's on his son already. He might as well go and write the carrot and you. It, it, honestly, you might as nick, well. You, know. you, you, you learn the hard way. You, you, this is you, it. In, in, today's, look, in the old days, as a, uh, a journalist, you'd write your article. Your sub-editor would change it. Your editor would change it again, and you'd live in an ivory tower with no feedback at all. Yeah, exactly. And, and ask Dan Lewis, ask Jacob Steinberg on what grief they get now because they're on Twitter and social media, and their emails are everywhere. You know, no, you you, you people, can't be factually incorrect or anything. You know, you 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 will be 
I mean, you, you know, Jacob uh, of Steinberg in the end got in a massive row with the West Ham fan base and I think came off Twitter for a while. Uh, hold um, up a minute. Well, yeah. hang on a minute. Jacob Steinberg <laughs> went after the West Ham fan base and the West Ham fan base stood by its people and gave him a load of volley back. If you want to start picking holes in people, yeah, be prepared for us to hold the mirror back at him. Yeah. I'm not sure I see it the same way, but there you go. <laughs> no, well, you, you think you're a journalist, that's why. Uh, Dave finishes off with, uh, when will Sean wake up and join the fan base? <laughs> yeah, when will you wake up and join the fan base, Sean? Yeah. Is, is he well, drinking a beer now? Yeah, I am. I know. Uh, <laughs> Can you, like, slurping in my ear, roll? So, um, yeah, well, when GSB leave? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do because no one's going to talk to him. He'll be standing there like some little boy in the corner. It'd be like the, the, the new kid in in school, you know, who joined halfway through the year, and he'll be just standing on on his own while we're all playing football, and he'll have to rely on me to look over and think, "Oh, fuck it, him again." Come and come and play with us, then, dear old dear. Next up, soul singing superstar on Tenerife. It's Michael Levy Jr. says, Hi team. We should start the season with the squad we have. Blood some youngsters in there, but we definitely need a left back. He liked Rico Henry. Uh, quick request. He said, can you make tonight's podcast four hours and 20 minutes long, please? Because I'll be listening on the plane in the morning. He's flying back to England. See you at some pie mash soon, Nigel. He's staying in Suffolk with an... What a link. As luck would have it, back at the market this week, Michael. Get round there early, though, because the market's reopening. They only gave us, like, one week's notice. Uh, that's X texting Sean, by the way, people. And um, uh, we, we'll be there till about half 12 for the next two weeks and then fully open uh, towards the end of September. Look forward to seeing you. Palumi Ogaluna. He says, keep the squad. Well, I thought we will. Take a few players on loan and save for next summer. Wouldn't mind bringing in Tammy or Giroud. Well, stand by your team. That's Tammy, isn't it? Abraham. Yeah, Tammy, I mean, wow. there was a story. Not one it. <sighs> Tammy, Abraham, but um, it ain't happening. I've asked today. Um, what did X say then? I didn't ask it, so I asked. No, on the actually, text. Huh? On the, on the text. That was Huey ringing me out. That was Huey, wasn't it? Who's that then? Oh, no. Who's the second one? <laughs> yeah. Who was the ping? Hold up. Me and Nigel didn't get the ping. No, on the 24 one, I thought that was like, you know, the secret, you know. Is that Hugh now, is it? Yeah, yeah. He's gone, hasn't he? Did you see that people? Look? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's gone. He's having a good read. You know, there's some stuff uh, going on, stuff, guys. It doesn't stop. Uh, Oh, no. Oh, We're no. just recording we the podcast. We'll wait for you, mate. Don't worry. No, no, go on. You carry on. Jack Rush. I will, I will thanks. Third time, lucky. Jack Rush. Because he's busy. Oh, uh, by the way, is a calf injury. By the way. Just so. You asked me that earlier. I moved, is it? Oh, right. Okay. Did we? But anyway. Evening, gents. This is Jack Rush for the fourth time. He's 
got a stutter now. If we don't make any <laughs> signings that improve our starting eleven and sell Rice on deadline day, what's an appropriate response from fans? Oh, all right. Good question. So we don't sign anyone, but sell Rice on deadline day. What should the fans, how should the fans react? I predict the riots. Yeah, you're good at your songs. <laughs> yeah. 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 What do you think? What do you think the chances of that happening? Slim. Unlike yeah. Sean. Oh. <sighs> I had to get it in. Uh, he also, uh, Jack finishes off half hour later, says, feels like there's trouble brewing and fans won't, I think he means, sh- put up with GSB's lies. COVID can't excuse a decade of underspending. Very true, Jack. Yeah. It does feel like there's trouble of brewing. Just feels there like there is, it. but I, I think it's always Zachman's transfer market, especially when there's a lack of movement on the transfer market, which is a perception of a lack of, um, you know, the the owners showing they want to progress. You know, I pointed out we, the the fan base will tear itself apart while it continues to have the chain the next level. Or it's like we've put a chain on ourselves now. We know they ain't got the money to do it. Yet people still demand it, demand it, demand it. And for me, and perhaps it's easy to say, you know, for me, we need to take that chain off at next level and forget about it because it ain't going to happen. Yeah. Plus, also, yeah. I feel like I've been fighting this club for ten years now. It's it's, it's approaching yeah. a decade a a day since off. I first started. You know, yeah, it, it does. It's like I literally yeah. have spent ten years since twenty ten putting bile after bile on the owners, going after them, and you know, the, the 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 fan base are just five years behind me, so they've got another five years to catch up with me. And have I am a, week a bit off. worn out. Have a week and, off of being angry. Yeah. Well, I said that to you. You know, let's see how well you do. That's that's a, that's a good thing, actually. I'll tell you what. Right, I won't post anything anti-bald. Yeah, for yeah. as long as you don't post crap that winds the fan base up. Okay. Yeah. As soon, and I'll let you off, like uh, Sergey, the uh, AI Sean. Um. Yeah, because people still don't understand that that ain't you tweeting it out. Um, I'll let you off them ones, so I can spot yeah. the difference between AI Sean and real Sean. So if real yeah. Sean does anything to wind the fan base up, game on. Oh, you're not. You won't go a fucking day. Who me? No, no him. No, that's all. Right. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Ali Jones, uh, the, the the Welsh walkway, as we say. Uh, could Sean explain why Hugh Gill was sold for such a pitiful amount? I think it's because all that was bid, to be fair. It was. Because no one else offered anything else for him. Can he explain why two supposed good businessmen and Lady Brady can't sell our players for more than tuppence every time? Look, I don't... First of all, Brady don't get involved in transfers. I know some people have suggested... She's talking to Duffy the other day. She didn't say that the other well, week. Oh. Yeah, I know. Yeah, right. She doesn't. 
Um, she's on holiday anyway, between you and me. Um, at the moment, she ain't doing it in transfer business. Where is she? <laughs> Why? Why does that matter? Where's Philip Green's boat moored? Do we know? <laughs> she's on holiday. Just leave her alone. Anyway. She could stay there, mate. I'll, I'll leave her alone. Don't worry. Look, you don't deliberately. There has to, in any capitalist society, there has to be a buyer and a seller, right? Whether we bought well in buying a jetty and Hugel. Hugel, obviously bought by David Moyes um, and his old mates at um, Preston North End for round about £7 million. I know it's r- rumoured to be 10 but I don't believe it is. A jetty about £7.8 million. Um, One bought by Pellegrini, the other one bought by uh, David Moyes. Neither of them worked out. You could say they were gambles. You know, they're sold for what the market will buy them for. You don't have to be a good businessman. Do you really think that someone like Daniel Levy would have got more for a jetty or or Hugo? If they're shit, they're shit, right? You you go out to a market, you... You make sure everybody knows they're available and the highest bidder gets it. It's simple yeah, as that. but Daniel Levy bought a better class of shit because he bought yeah, Soldado. Yeah, yeah. And this shit come, it was top six shit. So he bought Soldado, realised he was shit, but because he paid more for him, he got more money back for him. Did he still make a loss, though? Oh, yeah, of course he made a loss. Yeah. I mean, they spunked the Gareth Bale money. But the, they the, did. But, but where they recovered it was they spunked it Realised they'd spunked it, sold off all the players because they got such a huge amount. It still left them with like forty million, so they took that eighty million and and turned it into forty million. But then they took that forty million and turned that into a team that got to the Champions League final. Yeah, and they bought people like Ericsson and people like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ali Jones then goes on. I won't. He says, "Can can you explain why Hugo wasn't branded a failure or a flop?" I think he's talking on Claret and you. Uh, was it anything to do with the fact he wasn't a Pellegrini siren or a foreign fancy Dan? He does ask. Look, I'm. I'm I'll be surprised. I'll be honest. I'm surprised we sold Hugo. Decision was completely down to David Moyes. He had the option of keeping him next season. You know, the guy, I know, we always get carried away with these players that have scored so many goals in the in the championship, including, you know, Diagana, etc., and uh, Easy. And, but here you've got, you've got Jordan Hugo, who scored, was it, was it 15 or 16 goals 15 in the championship? Goals 15 goals. Well, 14 in the league, one in the cup, I believe. All right, so 15 goals. You know, that's not, that's a decent amount. Um, I don't know how many Bowen had scored, but it was a similar amount, wasn't it? For yeah, but Bowen did that until January. All right, so so he's he's not completely useless. And, I'll tell, um, and, and if you want to know how no, good Bowen was, yeah, go on. Look where a hole were when they sold him. Yeah, eighth, I believe, or or tenth, and look where they finished. Look yeah. how many points they got when he played. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, because they went for chasing the playoffs, selling their two best players, and got relegated. Yeah. Um, there you go. But going back to it, you know, um, I I 
I could have seen David Moyes keeping Hugo in the champion, uh, in sorry, for another season as a backup striker. To me, that sort of sends out a message. He sold him because he's got another backup striker in mind, whether that be a loan or a freebie or something else. Uh, he's got something else in mind. All right. Well, Ali goes on. He said he thinks we're perfect. He says we're two weeks away from the season starting. We've got one recognised striker. We aren't close to signing anyone else. We've got players missing from our pre-season with no reasons. That's not true. They were missing for reasons. It's just that we're not allowed to say what the reasons are. Anderson, Diop, Rice, etc. Clubs around us are signing players. We are twiddling our thumbs. Uh, he uses the word something our current players off through the usual mouthpieces, having a dig at Claret and you probably. Other supposed targets are signing for other teams while we are what? Skin. <sighs> Excuses, he says. Uh, Dave Trivet, oh, we've done Dave already. Next up is Maid Merriam. No silly Welsh voice. Well, it's not silly because he actually talks with a Welsh voice, believe it or not. Uh, Len, it's good to see Benny the Ball is back from his jollies. <laughs> he's, he's, I hope he's got my two hundred pound. Uh, well, we'll see, innit? He could have dropped it off on the way back to be there on the Isle of Wight. It's, as for answering the question, well, as we have no money, isn't the question asked a bit pointless? As we have to start with the same squad. Uh, hers a different question. I think he meant his, but he spelt it in Welsh. Will the club refund on a game-to-game basis or in one job lot each month for games played behind closed doors? Also, do we know how many have renewed as normally the club have published this figure? <laughs> Funny you should say that. I meant to mention that in my section. I did say I've got an update on season tickets. So I did ask oh. the senior source. Um, yeah. I haven't got an actual number. All I've been told is season ticket sales are going very well. Oh, right, yeah. And about a third of those who've signed up are taking the option free, pay 30%. Which means the other two thirds for the other two. Yeah. <laughs> so, so probably a third of yeah. taking option free. A third? Yeah. Is this a third of what renewed or a third of the season? A third of the whole base. Of the whole base. happens to be a third no, of, of the old renewed. Oh, renewed. So they've not... That's a third as they've well. They've not said how many have renewed. No. All oh, right. So, so what, what what did they say officially? So I'll get the right words. So I've said... Let me get that. Yeah, right come word. on, come on, you get it straight. We've had 10%, less than 10% you, returning so rights. I'll just repeat it. It's going very well. About a third yeah. are taking the pay 30% option. Yeah, which is, yeah, which is, there's three options. So a third will be right, wouldn't it? Really? What's option number one? <laughs> don't we know? Pay up and don't fucking go to any games. No, isn't option one and two are both pay up front, aren't they? Oh, yeah, option one is putting up everything front up front. Option mate. two is finance, isn't it? No, option two is pay up front. If you don't want to go, you can give to some yeah. one of your mates. Yeah, it was weird. Option two was weird. It's all about oh, yeah. transferring. Nominate someone else. I can't see many people taking that one up. No. no. And you're not telling me that most people have taken option one. Most I'm saying people... yes. This, do you know what? Do you know what, Sean? This sounds like a dirty fucking black lie someone from the club is putting through to you. <laughs> to, 
to come off the podcast, and no one's falling he's for just it. He's just a messenger. Bang accurate. Oh, he's just a messenger. Absolutely. But you've been bang accurate with percentages of our what? Um, All I can right. tell you, Len, is yeah. Then <laughs> renewal rate was ninety three percent. In my question to the person, no, it was. It was not. last year. Last year it was. Oh, it was not this year. Right, this year, I asked whether we'd got close to ninety three percent, and the question was, "It's going very well." So make of that yeah. what you were. It ain't ninety three percent. I know I we've got a few days. It's marketing faff. Yes. Shit, I've I, heard I, all I your think life. I, I I'm taking an estimate. I I don't know this. I would say we're probably about eighty oh. percent. Um, I will. I will, and I think of those 80%, two-thirds. Most of the people I know have uh, renewed or taking the 30%, they're doing the option I free. know a lot of people are saying they're not renewing. Yeah, I know that, but they also, how many people do you know that say that and at the end they do? Yeah, well, yeah. Have you renewed yet? I, I'm in that category. Uh, no, not yet. You will, though? Oh, yeah, of course I will, yeah. And Give them the money. Yeah. And you will as well, Len. Yeah, option free, I went. Yeah, yeah. A lot I don't want to go and through shit. I've, I've talked to a lot, you know, lots of people, and they have renewed. So, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised by the fifth of um, September when the renewal deadline is, if if we, we're not close to ninety percent. I know people may go, "You really?" I, I do. With what with about, around a third of those people taking the option free. What about the fifty thousand on the waiting list? How's that looking? We know we've talked about. There's no fifty thousand on the waiting list. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Yeah, I bet you are. I've got to go back to work tomorrow for the first time in uh, oh, dear. two weeks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Some of us ain't got work to go to tomorrow, so oh, well. be lucky. Uh, <coughs> next up is Belinda Kaikitis, people. Uh, a new one. Hello, Bill. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, evening, peeps. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a minute. What's going on here? Just a week off, mate. Uh, oh, right. I, I, hello, uh, I'll just do that for Bill. Hello, welcome to back, Sean. Uh, given the new season starts significantly before the window closes, I think we shouldn't panic by. I think the team that ended the season was in better shape. Moyes seemed to be getting more out of existing players and the addition of Suchek and Bowen worked. Yes, of course, we need better players in some positions, but panic buying is not the way forward. Uh, no. We need to be buying to build not to appease the fans bellowing. 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 That's the boxer from Liverpool, isn't it? Bellow. Bellowing. Uh, According to most fans, we have missed every amazing up-and-coming player to so-called lesser teams. She's loving the show. Three kisses. She's back. Two for me. One for you, Len, and Sean can piss off. Nice. Yeah, I know. That's harsh. Belinda. Kakitis. Yes. Next up is Paul Smith, the fashion designer. Doing well. Looking good, Paul. Evening, lads. Paul, not the fashion designer here. Uh, Luckily, Paul, Facebook, give me your name. Just so you know. (laughs) Uh, He's got a question for you, Len, which I I will do a bit to answer. He says, do you use a tablet to draw your portraits? Um, Or do you draw by hand? Yeah, what he does is, is that for a normal person... He uses like like an anodyne. He said, but for Sean, he has to use that sulpidine. 
the yeah. big one. I've, I've, I had this, that joke in real life. Yeah. So I, I was at, uh, I can't remember what age. Actually, it was a ministry, funny enough. And, and so Hold I said, up. Hey, name drop, ministry. There you go. That's not a name drop. Blimey, that was a shit up. Oh, well. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I could do better name jobs than that. Anywho, um, I said, "Oh, this is this 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 thing I'm doing is giving me a headache." And he said, "Do you want a tablet?" Yeah, like, because I was doing it with a mouse. I said, "This is really hard with a mouse. It's giving me a headache." And he said, "Do you want a tablet?" And I thought to myself, "Does he mean I could draw in tablet, or does he mean I could add anything?" Because I said, "It's giving me a headache." Oh, that's not good. I call your own tablets. What did you go? No, but can I have a capsule? <laughs> <laughs> I asked for a head massage. That didn't go down oh. too well. No, but I do. He's asking. That. Said the I bishop, do, the actress. Yeah, it's a little bit complicated, but I do use a tablet. I do the black outline first. Oh, right. He did go on. I should say. He said, "Do you draw by hand first? Uh, yeah. then then colour on the tablet." He said, "He's just no, curious." Yeah, he is. Um, I draw by hand with the tablet and the stylus, the outline. Then I put it onto um, the the desktop, and then I do the colouring. Um, not with the tablet. You got Apple Pen, have you? Yeah, I struggled. I well, couldn't. It, I struggled the other. I gave up, mate. I spare. I don't know what we've done. Trying to I'll get persevere. Well, no, These we were all the same. trying to get it to connect for me son to use, and it was just, in the end, i give up. Oh, okay. <sighs> and the queue. Or I can do it just as well mm. with the tracker. I'm doing it now. Oh, what a weirdo. Um, uh, with the tracker and my, and my, my finger. Oh. You get used to things quite quickly. There you go. He uses his finger as well, Paul. <laughs> yeah. Ian, grab it. Good friend of the show. He says, evening, gents. He hopes all is well. He said it was brilliant last week, listening for almost three hours. He says, just wondering if at all with the comments on minimal spend, we'll actually see any signings, free or loans. We've saved a fortune on wages. I'm not sure how people get to that. However, almost 250 grand with the release of six players. Oh, why? I get where he's coming from. Couldn't we look to swap some of the fringe players? Why are we so skint? Is it because the board have spent money that wasn't there to start? Listen, I could give it to Sean, but I can't be bothered because he's obviously sorting other crap out and he'll bore us <laughs> with bald crap about why they're skinned. Frankly, it is, Ian, because basically it's, 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 there's multiple factors. Part of it is they obviously budgeted to finish in the top 10, which they haven't done at all, I think. In, or once in the four years at the London Stadium. So there's that loss of income. They thought they would be qualifying for Europe, believe it or not. There's that problem. They will point out that they've broke the record transfer two seasons running. If you look at the money on Anderson and Hilaire, those two players, I won't say they're failures, but perhaps are not as uh, important to the team as we would like to think they are or should be, for the money that we've paid. You know, when the best player at your club is someone that come through your youth ranks, not the £40 million signings, there's obviously been a problem in the transfer market. But every transfer is a gamble, people. Even Fergie got a load wrong. That's just to start with. 
Richard Dodds goes, all right, my handsomes, how you doing? But we'll go back to you, Dodsy, because I missed out Martin Rowe Sports. Because he says, evening all, which young players do you think will break into the squad this season? He said, it was interesting to see 16-year-old Baptiste was in the squad for Saturday. He saw him play at Exeter for the under-21s and he looks a great prospect. Uh that's good to know. Uh, me, uh, do you know what? Who got a good free kick the other day? And I always liked him when I used to go and watch the under twenty three plays. And I know he's probably not ready, but Dan Kemp, he's a bit small though, and I think that because what goes against him. But he got a lovely free kick the other day for the under twenty threes. Any youngsters, Len? You can pick out. I'll ignore Sean. He's busy. I'm just emailing my senior souls. Senior souls, oh, yeah. Right. Trying to get to the bottom of the Lanzini thing. All oh, right, there you go. Well, we desperately need the money, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> He's replied. Any offers a good offer? Oh, dear. Uh, it's Dodsy. He goes, all right, my handsome how you's doing. Uh, let's, let's get this going to say we want to stay up with minimal investment. Is a disgrace. He did swear. We're not doing swearing. Can I just say that take that back to the person that said they want to stay up with minimal investment and ask him why he said it? Because as far as I know, and I ain't no defending of them, they've not said that. Because uh, they're not putting any investment in. But what they will do is spend what they get in from sales, which is different than minimal investment. Slip of the old tongue, I think that was. Uh, and you can put whatever accent you want on that, Nigel. Well, I can't do his accent because it goes up and down all over the place. Uh, for everybody to say we have no money and every club is in the same situation and watch every club go out and buy players is another disgrace. Even Norwich, you were relegated. Uh, so Dodsey's really angry at the moment. I think he's. I don't know if the cinemas haven't opened where he is. You know? Oh, have they? I don't he know. Likes the cinemas, That's what I'm does he? he has been playing golf, so I've been a bit jealous of him. So I've noticed. I think he's had about two or three games in the past week. I've got two rounds this week. He said, "Can you confirm this is your life host, Eamon Andrews? Is coming to the podcast after last week's? Let's reminisce about everything." <laughs> oh, everything listen it's probably me does it everything I like in the past mate yeah as simple as that uh, yeah well oh, I want to tell you a story uh, is Sean aware <laughs> how much West Ham TV love Carrot and Huge and insist you are Sullivan's puppet I think they said something a bit more than that actually <laughs> to the uh, yeah I am I don't watch it but look I I, I don't look everyone's producing their own content, right? And I'm happy to be their villain. <laughs> no, it it's, it's, it's not a problem, but I'll be their pantomime villain. He says, if not, watch the latest video uploaded on Sunday. They tear right into you, Sean, and you, Nigel, and anybody from Karen in town, apparently, which I don't buy, to be fair, because two of them are from Karen in town, and the other one's a man apart, boy. So, you know, even though he's on the fringe at the town, he is. I would class him. Are they te- they're tearing to you, Nigel? I don't know. Oh, Not as far as I've been told. Does he's the first. That's guilty by association, isn't it? That's you dragging me down. It's it, coming, it? yeah. yeah. Dear, oh dear. In- 
put lasagna in the refrigerator. Yeah, that was, that was Alexa. Siri's telling you how to cook. What, 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 what the Alexa do you got? What? Put lasagna in the refrigerator. Is that a metaphor for something? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So I had to turn that off. Oh, no, uh, it's not a metaphor. The, the, you ain't got to put something into something else. No, no, no there oh, is no metaphor. Oh, it really okay. is. We had lasagna tonight, and it was a. You can tell he's posh people because he calls it lasagna. There you go. Uh, it not lasagna. Uh, in the Ipswich game, Haller and Diagana look miserable, even when they both scored. Do you feel it's clear they don't want to be here? Um, didn't see the game, so I didn't. Uh, would you agree that we have a big problem with Fabianski's distribution? Uh, goalkeeper's union looks all right to me. Uh, as Sean always discusses food, if you had to have a last supper with Gold, Sullivan and Brady, what would be your starter's main course and dessert be? Something that gives you wind. If you're sitting around them Bubble two. and squeak. I think I would have. With onions. Yes. You'll probably start with a lovely Ooh, bit of... Uh, nice. And Brussels, mate. Here he goes. Here he goes. Go on, not Sean. Go on. You've got Go to have on. some foie gras, you know. Ah, um, oh, that's typical of you, isn't it? Or, or some, you know, some nice caviar. And then you sort of move on to... Um, or some mussels. I love a mussels as a starter. And then I think, as a main course, a, a lovely bit of um, sea... Either a sea trout or or some s- local fish that's been baked in salt. I love a little Brady can't eat that fish. And then and then my, my favourite for dessert is you, you've got to have either some meat and mess or or a tiramisu. I love a bit of tiramisu, proper proper tiramisu. That sounds like a player we're after. Yeah. Who are we going to lose money on? Yeah. What are you going to eat? Uh, Troy, yeah, what are you going to eat, Len? Um, 
Do I have to have it with him? him? Well, he's asked. Okay. I mean, he don't. For start, I can leave us. So. Right. Okay. For starters, I think it depends. I don't like so much choice. Um, Soup. Maybe a bit of mackerel for starters. And um, for main calls, you're a Bethnal Green boy. What are you doing? I don't know. I don't really do starters and desserts. I go all in with the main. I think I'd have a full English. A really good one. <laughs> a real good one. You Come on then, Nigel. Me? Well, me, what I would do is I would feed myself. So I'd have pate, uh, Brussels pate, for starter. Not Brussels as in the vegetable, but Brussels pate or Ardennes. Don't mind a bit of Ardennes. Uh, then roast beef dinner, all the trimmings, everything. And then uh, for afters, I'd have had what I had today, which was, believe it or not, for afters, I had Christmas pudding and custard. Oh, Did you really? Christmas yes. pudding. In <laughs> August, well, mate, I think I'd have cheesecake. So uh, that's what I would eat. And then Gold Sullivan and Brady, I would ask any nut allergies if they did. They would have pistachios. Harsh. And then that's it. That's all I'd give them, basically. Uh, After that, uh, I'd um, shoot them. One thing I missed, and I I did have it in uh, Isle of Wight, I should have had said crab. I love a crab salad. So if if you've got a really nice crab, and in the Isle of Wight, Benbridge crab, of course. A really, oh, really course. fresh that's crab. Bembridge, people. Bembridge crab. Uh, well, you can have Chroma crab, but that's that's Norfolk. That's uh, Torbay crab. Ian Dale's way up, up I've in been Norfolk. to Chroma and seen them land the crabs. Have you? Yeah, yeah very I nice. Don't eat it. It's yeah. disgusting. If if you're in if you're in Isle of Wight though, you've got to have and just the white meat. You know, if we if we're going to go no, top of thing. No, 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 no. no I do like I do look. I don't get me wrong. If I'm having a crab sandwich, I love the red meat as well. But if you're just going to have a salad, then just white meat. Okay, yeah, I'll get that. Right. I wonder you and Brady get on well. Crabs, my life, yeah. I'll tell you. Oh, Mark Bright, he's had a rest from the BBC. He thought he'd come over real. Uh, hey, guys, a bit off topic. Hope you don't mind, he says. He says, as Lenny's still here... We're all here, to be fair, Mark, two and a half hours later. He said, but anyway, he said, uh, and you were talking about Mr. Ben. He says, I'm Putney. I saw the picture. Oh, you you beat me to it. I actually live in Putney, about a minute's walk from Festive Road. And I thought you might like to see this. Keep up the great podcast called Brady Out. I mean, this is brilliant. I've not seen this. Brady Out. Yeah, I saw it just before we come on. Festive Road. I see it. Home of David McKee. Because I said on the last... um, podcast is is based in Paris. There you go. So Mr. is ben. there a sort of a YouTube of how they made Mr. Ben a bit like the one you sent us? The, I'll have a look. The clangers and the... I'll have a look. There was one... Uh, I love Mr. Uh, oh, oh, no, that was Bagpuss as well, wasn't it? The one I sent you? Bagpuss and clangers. No, it was... I thought that was the amazing. engine, wasn't it? Over the engine. No, it was a small film oh, company. Yeah. God, it was like regressing there, Sean. Yeah, I know. It was like we were back in the yeah, valley. Taking me back there. Yeah. I was waiting for a power cut. I'd just like to apologise last week. The, the, the dragon was not called Puff. It was Soup Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Who said it was called Puff? Well, that's what yeah, I that was saying. one of the things I was going like to bring up. I'd like to apologise because I thought he was called Puff and I thought Pride of Vines were interested in having him as a mascot. 
but apparently <sighs> that is oh, not Jesus, true. Jesus, so I do apologise, people. Uh, I was factually incorrect. Good evening, says Harry Demon. What a good name. Good evening, he says. Bored self-isolating West Ham fan. He says, vive la France. Oh, well done. He says, loving Nigel and Lynn's commitment to the show, keeping us entertained for hours and ears. Thanks for that. And then he puts, oh, hello, Sean. (laughs) 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 You're popular. Hilarious. Just wondering, uh, everyone's thoughts on the likely circumstance of Chelsea coming in for Rice. A lot seem reluctant and thought of selling at any price, but he thinks if we can get 70-plus million out of it, especially given we can't strengthen our squad unless we sell, he doesn't see any other way around it. Selling Rice would probably get us a full-back defensive midfield replacement and a striker to compete with Ada. Hopefully we can offload some dead weight for defensive reinforcements at least while keeping our golden boy, but our recent business definitely doesn't sway me towards optimism. He's, he thinks a lot of this worries down to a lack of belief that the board won't buy well, which makes sense when we don't have adequate scouting network. Uh, SB out, gold has no control. Well, that's a new one. Yep. SB out, Sullivan and Brady. SB out. He's exactly, you know, spout. Spout. Uh, he said he's not sure about Rico Henry defensively. So like me, he thought looks good in the attack, but so was Ryan Fredericks. Got to be careful what we wish for here. Brentford fan told me exactly Yeah. That. Well, you know, as I said, we did manage to score two goals behind him. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've just seen the next picture. Oh, before we get to Nick Harvey, which is quite funny, we'll go Paul Nolan. Beep, beep, show here, he says. Blimey, that's a long one as he clicks more. He says, uh, he sees this to bank holiday, but did we need one? Well, they're all merging to one for me at the moment. Uh, given the country's economic troubles, which leads nicely onto the hammers. He says, I'm baffled how we have a zero cash to spend in the window. Or oh, as a business consultant, I thought you of all people would know. He says, as a businessman, I live by my promises that if I offer to bring a brand to market and get it listed in retailers for 90 days, if I don't do that, contracts are terminated on both sides. Oh, if only we had that option. He says, given all the promises in 2016, hey, mate, they were made in 2013, let's remember that, about next level, competing for Europe, etc. Surely Sullivan, Brady and Gold should have their contracts terminated. Also, they spend so much money on marketing the kids, etc. Surely that should be spent on the team. As Amherst fans, we'll buy the kids anyway. So do we need to market them? I think he's talking about the kids. On subject ah, of new ah. kids, he says, I see the third kid is black. I blame the curse, I do. I think he's talking about kits there. He keeps saying kids. <laughs> I think he means kids because he's gone. I see the he third. Yeah. I blame the curse, I do. I don't know why. Because uh, I. Yeah, because third black kid has a completely different connotation, doesn't it? Oh, right. Right, above my head. Uh, actually, my son always makes me buy the third kit, he says. But he, right. he said the black one is great because supporting the Amers is always black and depressing. Uh, which I did one of my best tweets last week was the fact I thought that the black kit was quite right. I think we should wait for it to go in sale and we should all buy the black kit with no sponsor on because we don't want to advertise any sponsors. Well, Len, when I sent a copy of the third kit, 
You went, nah, it's a fake. You didn't believe me, did you, Len? No, it didn't look right on the hanger, no. did it? But it's the kit. You agree now? Yeah, it is. Yeah, Still, yeah. Yeah. Barcelona did it a lot better. Dodgy, dodgy stitching, I think you said. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't look right. It looked like it was photoshopped. It looked like a bit of a cut and show. It was very grainy. And it just didn't look... It was the way it was hanging on the hanger. It, it should... You only have... Things are only vertical or to the vanishing point. So if you draw something, if you draw anything perspective, uh, like a wall, you're only completely vertical at 90 degrees or they draw their way to the vanishing point in the distance. And that shirt wasn't going, wasn't, it wasn't hanging vertical. But there could have been someone holding it underneath the frame. I don't know, but. I didn't think it was the shirt, but it was the shirt. You just mentioned a bit of art I actually understood. Oh, good. The one bit of art I did understand, the vanishing point. Yeah. <laughs> I could not. draw buildings, but when I drew people, I yeah. couldn't draw people. So one of the times I drew, actually did draw Snoopy and Charlie Brown walking down the street, and my art teacher went mad. And... You had to draw someone, a human. So my next drawing was of someone's shoulder taking up half of the picture and over That's their good. shoulder, yeah, was a street. Yeah. <laughs> I, could I like that. I thought you draw things like, like that. I, I couldn't draw people. I could draw. Why could I draw streets? Because I had a ruler. So I'd use... You need to, what you need to do, you need to grid it out. Yeah. So you put the face down of someone's picture, grid it out, and enjoy it grid by grid. Yeah, I, I could do Charlie Brown because he just had a round face. That was easy. And I used to read his books as a kid. Um, who was it? Oh, Chauffeur. Nolan. Oh, God. Kits, 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 kits. Questions. What are your thoughts on new seating? We've done that. We all agree it was a load of old rubbish. Will it make a difference to the Thunderdome? I think we all agreed it makes no. Uh, he goes, I know there's a lot of negative re-signings, but we really only need a few in terms of defenders and a goalkeeper. I'm not sure. We, I think we can live this season without a goalkeeper. Randolph's not that bad as a bet. Backup is better than... You know, um, Randolph and Martin are better than Roberto. Uh, do you think we'll sign any players in these key positions? Uh, I think we'll get a defender in. I do think that. Uh, questions for you all. When do you think we'll be allowed back at the stadium? He, he hasn't embellished that. Well. I don't think full stadiums this season. No. Oct- October, we should see limited crowds. But I do think... Um, did I talk about? Oh, yeah, we did. Um, that we will. Brady's applied for a test. Um, yeah, test event. event. Yeah, you did. Now, now I hear. I haven't. I haven't actually let this out anywhere at the moment because I think I might. It might not happen. But the Betway Cup may be that test event. Oh right. What? 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 What say do the um, stadium people have in this, Sean? Sorry. The stadium What's people, so, yeah. Well, we have a contract to play a number of competitive games a year, so we would refer. Oh, we're to never competitive. Sorry, we're never competitive. <laughs> the definition of competitive within the confession, a concession agreement, uh, differs from one that you you would understand. Yeah. Then, so <laughs> it, in the terms of the legal agreement, it is competitive, including one pre-season. So the pre-season, uh, the Betway Cup game, uh, if that was played against 
Bournemouth. Um, we well, it is going to be played against Bournemouth. Um, what, what, one off game, not semis. No, there's going to be no semis. I don't know if I've zoned out then, but I've just thought we generally only have one pre-season friendly at home. This season we're yeah. having two. We're contracted yeah. for twenty-five games. Yeah. Nine in the league. We're now up to twenty-one. Normally the women get a game and the under-23s get a game. The, the under-23s have to have two games played at the stadium. Right. It's, Out it's of the 25. The yeah. Ooh. What happens with cups then? So, so there's a rule that you you pay for the costs. Just to be clear. Oh, the, Sean, you forgot. We always get knocked out in the early vans anyway. It won't bother us. <laughs> The, yeah, the 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 deal on pre-season anyway is we, we pay. So even when we pay to Juventus, we have to pay the running costs. So the amount of stewards. Grand. Well, not, not for a, a, a game where a test event with 2,500 no. people. No. I was like the Juventus game. Off, off uh, 300 grand. And the costs have come down since then. So it, it's more like 200 grand a game. All right. Um, but a lot less than the 100 grand... Technically, we have to pay for each league or competitive game, which a friendly is not, obviously. Uh, Nick Harvey spotted something. He goes, evening, gents. He's going in early. Brady out. He said, uh, polls have reappeared on Claret and Spew, so that can only mean the restaurant critic is back. (laughs) He's not wrong. Uh, So what is his top recommendation from his holiday? I did notice you went Black Ganchine. I thank you very much for the photographs. Do you know what? I went to Black Ganchine, not to actually go there because it's crap, but to just take that picture of you. I was going past there to the military road. I do appreciate that. Military road, by the way, is my my favourite road in, in, uh, in the whole of the UK. It's if you haven't been there, it's on the um, what they call South White, and it's a way where you can travel down uh, to um, to uh, look over the sea of of the chalk cliffs and over the dinosaur sort of coast, and it's just amazing Is that to see the sunset. Like the remote road, that yeah, the remote up. road that goes to the needles. Yeah, that one. Oh, I know that military road. road. I didn't know it was called that, but I remember that. It's called the military road because guess what? It was built by the military. And, and it, well, it, it is rather straight, war. isn't it? It is rather straight. And it was it designed, including the Second World War, to move armory up and down that coast because, of course, that is the first line of defence from France. So if the Germans or whoever was going to invade that way, that's where all the... Very true. Um, that's why we put prisons on the Isle of Wight and the people that lived there were known as cannon fodder because uh, they were expendable, basically. Oh, poor old Islanders. But anyway, going back, have I got a recommendation? Um, there's so really uh, nice places to eat. My recommendation, uh, and it's not the best food, but it's just the best place to eat, is uh, the White Mouse Inn. It's very close to the military road, and the reason I like it, uh, you, you order outside. Oh, yeah, you I sit had that list. Yeah, White Mouse Inn. You yeah, went there White Mouse Inn after Pavarotti's. Yeah, well, Pavarot is really good as well. You've got a li- Lily, who's the owner, who's who's um, Italian, will get drunk by drinking spirits and then start singing when she's drunk. But great. Uh, but no, White House, me, uh, White Mouse Inn, is one of my favourites because you watch the sun go down um, oh, over the water. Yeah, them pictures so, were good. Yeah, Fisherman's go. Cottage, no good, no. Fisherman's Cottage was good. It's right on the beach. Did they do a pie there? Did um, they? 
Yeah. Well, no, I'll tell you what they did, but I had a kilo of mussels. Um, kilo. They, they, kilo. they actually serve it in a steam pot with white wine and baguette and uh, right on the beach. So local mussels. Uh, so I had a kilo of mussels there. So not, fishman's in most, nice as well. The, the most spy spy spyglass yeah. uh, in as well. That's where you beach. went first. Yeah. It is. Yes. Yeah, that's in Ventnor. Yeah. yeah, one of my favourite. But the Vernon Tavern sounded really boring. Speaking. No, Vernon Tavern. You say that, but it's a really interesting. It's a a thatched like cottage, um, where you you can't. It's just in the garden, but they've got some great food, and um. And of course, they, they're doing the government scheme, so you get it off price. Oh, the Checkers Inn's got a funny past, but yeah, Checkers Inn, good roast, carvery. Oh. So if you want a carvery on a Sunday, go to Checkers Inn. You get a nice. Uh, where the bloody nice hell is Nitton? It sounds Nitton. like a Japanese man struggling to say like Japan so in Japanese English. Bit of history. When like I was Nippon. young, I used to I used to stay in Nitton. Uh, yeah, you said right that next- on Facebook. Yeah. It's right next to St. Catherine's Lighthouse or, or Katie's Lighthouse, as it's we call it. not changed, people. It's not changed since um, he was a kid. And, and there is a 16th century uh, old coach house pub there in called the Battle Inn. Uh, I, I, I used to have my first pints as a, a child. They do a wicked uh, crab sandwich, or used to. They're a, they've gone a bit bistro now. They're in a bit oh, of a... That's not uh, up your market, I was uh, yeah, I know, but uh, do you know what? This was an old-fashioned, really quaint pub, and they've gone a bit bistro for oh. me. Uh, so, no, there's some great places on there. I love the Isle of Wight, and there's some great places to eat and great places to go and and play. And, and yeah. There you go. It's like the Isle of Wight. Yeah, it's not an Isle of Wight podcast. Yeah. <laughs> some, uh, uh. Thanks for asking, Nick. Yeah. Lightning. Uh, he says, in other news, he says, squaring up the ends is a soulless bowl is like no more than lipstick on a pig. Brady out. Uh, Brentford, Brady he out. said, he thought, he said, we need left back, right back, centre back and a striker. And Wilshere should have had his contract paid up. I disagree. He did all right. Uh, he suspects we'll get Max one of the positions we need to fill on a couple of cheap loans. We've had nothing. Looks like long season. He thinks we'll be battling relegation. GSB out. Uh, he's got a question. Will Moyes position with four two three one this season? It's a good question. Probably, yeah, probably. Probably. In which case, who are the three in front of Rice and Suchek and behind Allah? Well, actually, I think Sue checks in front of Rice, so it'd be Rice Noble possibly. He gets certainly. Get, I mean, they keep drawing the team sheet him and right ne- Rice next together, but he gets forward yeah, better than any of them. I don't, I don't buy that. I don't quite get that. Uh, the big question for you guys, though, is because he did help us out here with a photograph. It says Ivor the engine or Thomas the tank engine. Oh, Ivor the Ivor. Are you sure, Sean? Yeah. Right. Okay. Oh, I think we all go for Ivor, really, don't we? Well, and after watching that uh, video, even more so, how it was made, one day, 120 seconds every day, um, and, and they show you all the... I think that's fucking good going. To be fair, after his 0.2 seconds the other day. Yeah. <laughs> 20 well, hours. That's amazing that they were knocking out 120 seconds every day. Yeah. That's good going. Could you knock out 120 seconds every day, Lynn? Oh, yeah, no, nowhere near that. I think I'll do longer. <laughs> <laughs> I 
smart. Did you look the other way? <laughs> you always have um, to bring the table down. <laughs> I think now what it is the 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 guy who does the um, the art gets that ready before 120 seconds is animated every day. So, well, that, that literally, no, Jones yeah. the the the, um, the, the station. He was just, it was just the same body, wasn't it? And they just had like three heads. I mean, they didn't have Garage Band and all these music uh, no, uh, computers, the did same, they? It's the same principle. It's actually probably easier to do it the way they do it because. Yeah, I mean, well, you could see yeah, how they're coming. How did we get? You wouldn't get away you with it. Make now. a cartoon on Garage Band, Sean. It's, I'll tell you what, it'd be bloody difficult. Yeah, it's a, it's a, no, no, I'm talking about recording the soundtrack. Oh, right. Well, it's the same. I would sooner have all their cameras and stuff like that than how I do it now. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Well, anyway, he's gone to Thomas, and he said, has anyone spotted a podcast member who looks rather similar to one of Thomas's friends? Yeah, Fat Controller. Fat Controller. (laughs) I saw it earlier. Uh, Next up, is that it? Because that's Paul Nolan again. I don't know if he's got a stutter and put it all twice. Uh, oh, Adam Levitt says, just want you to know, Ad, we have no money. When coming 16th, you get money from Premier League and all the TV games and been on TV from Sky and BT. So, Ad, we have no money. Where is it all gone? I don't know if Sean... He says, the I'd like I'm to saying explain. these things because... They try and sell the club and lose no money. But funny thing is, it's not there. Money is the club spend. Someone tell me. So condense it quickly. Why is there no money? What is the big thing that's sucking money out? So there are two things that really we spend money on. Transfer installments and wages. We did peak at £136 million two seasons ago. That's a public record published in the accounts. It's around £120 now, around that, after we we lost quite a bit off the the wage last season. So if you make it a nice round £120, that's £10 million every single month. Yes, they deferred it, but we still had to pay it during COVID. So we've had to pay £10 million every month to the players. On top of that, you've got uh, transfers. We owe £87 million in transfers still to other clubs. Approximately, it's about £5 million every single month. So another £60 million on top of um, the um, uh, the £120 million, that takes you to £180 million. Well, you, you look at our turnover, right? It's no wonder we've got no money. Because then we've got to pay other things. We've got to pay all the other, um, you know, the the rent uh, and the other bits, the marketing budgets that we do, and everything else. And, and there just isn't with that. there isn't enough money go around. One hundred eighty million goes out on um, uh, uh, on um, on on just those two things: wages and, and transfer installments. This, this might be a difficult question for you to answer. Is that not? Cool. Does that not expose the bad management of the club? Yeah, it does, from all angles. The, all angles is the, the, the Pellegrini no! experiment. Oh, no! Hang on, I'm just let oh, me finish. No, I'm not. The Pellegrini no. experiment, which they signed off on, of get, bringing a big manager in, spelled spectac- spectacularly in the money they invested, and now they 
the owners are paying the price for their decision to hire Pellegrini and invest in Pellegrini the amount they did. I'm not blaming Pellegrini. I'm calling it the Pellegrini project or experiment. They bought the manager in. They gave him 200 million. They are now paying the price. So you can say it's their mismanagement. You could say they were ambitious, but they are now paying the heavy price. On top of the £40 million, because I reported this before COVID, we were due to make last season, we lost another £10 million in ticket sales through COVID. Okay? So it's now a £50 million loss, and, and now it goes on. How much are we going to lose in ticket sales this year? And, and it's not just ticket sales, which is £27 million. Remember, a lot of that... Co- um, I think it's called uh, um, commercial activities, which is another 27 million. 12 million of that is corporate hospitality, which you also lose. So actually, while we, we look at 27 million in ticket sales, you've got our ad on the other 12 million. So it gets to 39 million. If there are no tickets sold this season, we lose 36 million in corporate hospitality and ticket sales. And, um, do you, you know, prudent business people job losses then for worst case. should be, um, when, when a business is losing money, yeah, that people should lose their jobs as well, <laughs> not yeah, only at the bottom, should. not but at the top. Because, <laughs> for, for me, there's, there's an easy way West Ham does not need the social media exposure, it gives itself, it don't. People do not come and watch West Ham because they've seen a lovely video with the players training. So yeah, I, I get that, and, but and I, I'm not going to comment on individual roles. Or not individual roles. I'm taking as a whole. There is there is a department that you're going to. You've got the you've got a hard on for the marketing department, and you think there's too many people in there. Oh yeah, I think. Oh, listen, two is too many for marketing, marketing department. Project. To be fair, yeah. yeah? So. The, but straight away, there's people there. Go. There's the door. See you later. We we, we need the money elsewhere. We've got to cut right. back on that. And then you go round and have a look. You know, do we really need a stadium manager? Just because he's worked for us for a long time. Yeah. Look, I, I think, look, I think all businesses will be looking at restructuring. And I'm sure that West Ham will be no different in the same way Arsenal laid off 50 I mean, we've got a stadium Just manager, going but back, we don't even own way. our stadium. In 2019, our turnover was 190 million, right? So just think of what I said earlier: 180 million just on wages and transfer instalments. It doesn't leave a lot of money. Transfer? Do they not have a point that we actually got rid of our highest-paid players? Did we not? We we did, and that's why I'm saying we reduced from around 136 to a peak to 120. I'm, I'm knocking 16 million off. People would like to think it's different, but we did end up paying more money to Declan Rice. We paid more money to Lanzini. We, um, um, Yarmolenko's on far more money than you think he is. And, and, and you know, again, I, I, I get you right that the board to the board signed off on these huge wages. Oh, you nearly said it. What? You nearly said it. The board are to blame. Go to on. Blame. You nearly said it. The, the board on. signed off on, look, just because Pellegrini said um, Wilshire should be on three years and the board won him when he put him in one year. Pellegrini got his own way, right? But, but again, they put him in there. 
they bowed down to him because he wasn't a manager to take any shit, and now they're paying the price. You know, uh, Anderson on over 100 grand, Lanzini on 100 grand, Allaire on over 100 grand. You know, this is why we can't offload any of these players because no one can afford them outside the Premier League. But that's the price we paid for trying to think. We, we, they got sucked into this dream that by getting Pellegrini, we were going to be top six. It was a pipe dream. And now they are paying the price, but we are paying the price with them. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Next up, David Altsig texts me. A quick All right. The pod. Cool. And also, Jay, he does say, thank you very much for them pictures. Uh, oh, that's fine. He said, that's... Terry loved them. Good stuff. Uh, he says, let's say, I don't know if we've done this, though. He says, let's say we don't sell anyone between now and the closing of the window. No money comes in. Right. So, we, we let's say we don't sell anyone between now and the closing of the window. So, we keep everything together, but we don't get any money. It sort of comes back to what I said. Will Moyes be allowed to strengthen the defence at all? I think he will be allowed, but it's it's whether he's got anyone either within his budget or free or loan that he, he wants. By the way, I want to say thank you for David. He gave me two stories today, texted me two leads. Uh, one is about uh, Anna Valencia's sister being kidnapped and rescued uh, when he went on the same day he got announced to Turkey. Do you remember Anna Valencia? Yeah. That- uh, the other story is about... Mikau and Teta um, wanting to be like more like David Moyes than um, Guardiola. There you go. Cool. You're a killer with names, oh. you, aren't you? I know. Oh, um, anyway, are we done? Uh, I'll just check Twitter because people have started tweeting um, questions and I don't like to leave people out. Uh wasn't we going to ask Sean why he, he's not um, GSB out? We was going to save it for the podcast. Yes. Yes. We asked Sean, are you GSB out, Sean? And you replied no. And we both asked why, and then we said save we could it save it for the, the podcast. podcast. Yeah. Save it for the podcast. Well, well, uh, at the end of the day, you can't ignore the facts that I can probably safely now say majority, yeah, bearing my majority only needs to be 50.5%, that a majority yeah. of the fan base, I believe, is Golden Sullivan Brady out. Of people who care about that. Yeah. I could tell you lots of people right. who have no idea of well, Hamish United, Wissa. The majority yeah. is GSB. I don't. If they were given a vote, I believe. That online, online community, I, I would agree. With listen that. to what You're I'm saying. Fingers I believe, yeah, that there is a majority. Whether you do or not, we know. All right, right. fair enough. So yeah. Why, opinions. yeah, why would you vote? Because what way would you vote and why? Yeah. All right. Here's, here's a, a number of reasons. Absolutely hypocritical for me to suddenly be GSB out. Wouldn't be believed. Wouldn't be accepted. Wouldn't do me any favours at all. It, it would be seen as superficial, unbelievable. It wouldn't win me any uh, support. It wouldn't do anything for me. So completely hypocritical. And I spoke to 
uh, Hammers United on and spoke to Paul about a similar thing. Completely hip- hypocritical for me of me to join Hammers United. It just wouldn't be credible, right? Probably do them more harm. No, we never mentioned Hammers United. I'm just talking. I'm just talking because that's GSB out, right? It's relevance. There's context there. The second thing is obviously don't buy it the hand that feeds you, right? I've had good relationships, no secret. I've had good relationships board over there. You know, if you bite the hand that feeds you, you know, there comes a point where it just goes, right, okay. And and, and I true, truly believe, right, better the devil you know, all cliche, there is no alternative at the moment, right? At one point, I thought there might be an alternative to get rid of Brady and bring in a new... Uh, chief executive but i was wrong right and i uh, and i was told she firmly told um, <laughs> <laughs> right and she put you over uh, ernie and spanked your ass yes and, and so i know where i, I am with that now mm. um You'd like but, to be but, back but, the, but but the owners uh don't want to sell um and i don't think there is anyone who wants to sell um and there's still this, you know, their lives are coming to an end, uh, and they see them handing it over to their children. Fucking hell! Um, so is that enough reasons? Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll throw in one more. Do, do you think they? Do they? Do you think they understand the, the fans' uh, no. reasoning? No, you don't. No. Because they're protected, they're protected. You know, you can you can tell. Look, I've spoken to Brady many times, and the others, but, but, but they're fed what they want to feed, right? Um, I think Sullivan does care what the fans think. I think Gold does too. Um, but there's always a spin, you know. The people in the club will say, "Well, it's only this majority, or it's a vocal majority here, etc." It's a difficult one. I think being a, a chairman, you know, if if we go on, you know, the, the, any business person or any chairman uh, owning a football club would like it to be self-sustainable. You know, no one goes into football and go, do you know what? I want to put my life savings into this football club, right? They hope that they get to a point where a club can be self-sustainable. And I know you agree, Nigel, that a club should be self-sustainable. Yes. All right. So so I I don't think that's a wrong ambition, you know. You know, and I know there's a lot been made of the comment that X did and it got blown out proportion of, you know, the board want to do everything with a minimal outlay. I I think that's been taken out of context. I don't think the board have ever said that. But every club owner <laughs> would want to do the minimum amount of their own investment, their own, you know, they've worked hard to earn their money in business, etc. And they've bought a club for a lot of money. It shouldn't be a money pit. So I think every chairman's thing is saying, you know, we want to be successful, so our club is self-sufficient. You say they worked hard, but it was the husbands of the readers' wives who took the photos that done all the hard work. <laughs> look, look, Sullivan made more money in property <laughs> than he ever did. Yeah, from, from where did he get the money from? Well, do you know what? It's a funny story. The funny story is when when and look in. Uh, both of them are not ashamed of where they earn their money. They said, look, there must be customers and, and each one, you know, you probably all know a customer of theirs who bought some of this. But end of the day, Funny no one wanted to say that. No one wanted to buy 
lend or lease them. Landlords didn't want to uh, um, lease them sex shops, right? So um, um, Sullivan had a string of sex shops. Well, no one wanted to lend them. You know, you go to a landlord, I want to run a sex shop. They go, you ain't running a sex shop in our property. Because after you've run it, right, how, how are you going to lease it on someone else after it's been a, a sex shop? And, you know, everybody moans and campaigns against it. So we found the best way to do this was to buy property himself and then turn it into sex shops. And, and still he still owns own. those. Forest Gate, I'm saying it. At he one. still owns those sex shops now. <laughs> and from that, he found that buying those 50 ships in, in some really areas that lost a lot of money, uh, worth a lot of money, once you own a number of property, you can borrow against that property and buy more property. And then the bigger you get, you borrow against. And as long as house pro- commercial property prices keep on going up, Suddenly, one day you wake up a billionaire. He didn't make his money out of Paul. He didn't make his money out of the uh, the, the Birmingham. He didn't make his money out of um, the Daily Sport, Sunday Sport, and uh, and horses and all the um, sex shops and everything. He made his money out of property. Bollocks! He made his money out of Paul and Sean. He made his money out of property. I'm sorry. Oh, Sean, don't. Talk he made his bollocks. big money. You don't make lots of money out of that. Yeah, I, I mean, the, the, the funny thing about it is my mum my set up a business when I was uh, a little kid. And no, one, no, one no, of her customers... No, uh, by the way, breaking news, no... Um, no truth in Lanzini. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't... Um, um, my mum used to... One of her customers was Sullivan and used to ship his books around the world. Which, to be fair, was great when I was 11 and discovered the samples that used to get left lying around the office on a summer holiday uh, as a kid. So, you know, there, there was money in it, but I, I, I will agree with Sean that I must admit that, that Sullivan um, made his money or, or, or begot, be, earned the money to be able to buy Birmingham City property from Paul. Well, yes, and and this is the thing. Paul was the start. <laughs> it's not a hard question. Paul was the start. Yeah, but, but one, one was a well, catalyst. The other, because he well, wouldn't have bought the shops is. if the landlords would have rented it to him, which yeah. is quite funny. Exactly. He's an accidental funny billionaire. Enough, ain't even like you yeah. know. He is. He's like he's an accidental billionaire. Yeah, of course he is. Did uh, Did you ever read a, a, a Paul Mank growing up, Len or Nigel? Well, well, I, I just said that. I haven't. I my mum's my yeah. mum used to have them like in a warehouse full of them. You know, I, I well, remember that's, spinning around. I'm sure you know the story. They started selling. I never had stories in them, Sean. I don't know what ones you read, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, David Sullivan started uh, selling oh, sci-fi apart books. From the and he found that up. he found that there was more money selling uh, uh, imported. Paul Megs than there were selling sci-fi yeah, but books. The, the, true the, story, the, bro. The true story about Gold and Sullivan, or Gold and Sullivan, is that Gold Brothers, uh, I think their mum opened up a bookshop on Green Street in the house they lived in. Uh, they then went and bought a bookshop uh, down uh, in Soho and, and realised they did their best customers come out at night. And, and the Dirty Mac Brigade, but he was all spick and span and tidbits and all stuff like that. You know, his, his type of porn was page three, what we would class as, you know, yeah. um, very soft, mild. And, of course, then the new kid on the block turns up 10, 15 years later, uh, deals in the in the, the more it, 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 
erotic, I'll use, not extreme, erotic type of porn, which would put the Gold Brothers out of business. And possibly the best thing they ever did was pick the phone up and said, instead of fighting each other, why don't we join together? That's right. A true story. Um, Anyway, anyway, as we're at the three-hour mark. That's it. Show's over. Um, Eighth of a day. Yeah. I have been Sean. Len has been... Radio. And Nigel has been... Uh, Yeah, still here. Come on, you irons. Bobby Moore. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.